You're listening to CRBRadio.com. The words and opinions you are about to hear are of the hosts and do not reflect the management, sponsors, or affiliates of Cave Radio Broadcasting. The views and opinions expressed by our show hosts do not necessarily reflect that of Sports Radio Detroit or its sponsors. Marvin, what do you make of all this? Man, I don't even have an opinion. Well, you gotta have an opinion. Very exciting stuff. I think we're pretty much ready to go here with this podcast. What the hell is a podcast? I mean, why don't you just tape it? What do you do? You don't have to tape it these days, Frank. You just record it right on the computer. And uh, once we start recording, Frank, we need you to stop eating those crackers. It's incredibly annoying, and it's all anyone's going to be able to hear. Dead air. Could you ease up on the crackers? I'm, I'm getting bored with them. I'm going to bring my guest in. You're listening to the SRD Roadshow on SportsRadioDetroit.com. Hey, good morning, everybody. Everybody hear me okay? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, oh, boy. One of the... They're having headphones issues again. I can't hear you. Yeah, I can't hear myself. I can't remember which issue... Is. is that it? I can't remember. Um, so we're off to a roaring start already. <laughs> um, this is what it happens when people play with the board, and they're not, they're not supposed to. And I don't understand why that happens. All right, well, for now, you can st- you can st- technically still hear us. You're listening to us on CRBRadio.com and SportsRealDetroit.com on demand. And right now we're short a screw. We got just Jamie... Who's joining us? Who's in the middle of a move? So she's starting to get everything ready. Yeah. So are you uh, you excited or? I'm super super excited. Can are you I super wait. tired? What was that? Are you super tired already from all the? No, actually, I slept really well last night, but I I took a, a lot of Benadryl to make that happen. So. Oh, you had to take the Benadryl. Oh yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Hey, Rayvon, I know you, uh, we're struggling right now with some headphones issues, but I'll... How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well, man. Yeah, for now, right now, we're going to do out headphones right now until we get yeah. this figured out. Um, but, uh, anywho, just wanted to... It was quite a week. All the snow, the, the, the polar vortex, and all that stuff. Um, which, of course, could drive everybody nuts. And did you have any cabin fever at all, Rayvon? I didn't have any cabin fever. I just stayed at home, man, and drank a bunch of tea every day. Uh, avoided going outside for more than five minutes a day. I really only went outside to get the mail, and then I would come back in as quick as possible. So I'm just glad it's over, honestly. Uh, glad to glad that everyone's back to work. Yeah. I was, it was pretty crazy. I, it was pretty crazy. Um, I worked from home one day, and I got a lot of flack for it. But I work <laughs> an hour away, and so they were constantly kind of checking in to see if, um, if I was, was working or not. Yeah. Weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so for whatever reason, I was being micromanaged. But either way, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad out. Um, Jamie, you had a situation at home, correct? Yeah, I, our pipes froze. And so the lovely fun of trying to thaw them out because, of course, we're moving. So the house had to get its last licks in. We had to have issues with the water. We had to have issues. Gosh, it feels, it seems like there was something else that happened during the week. 
I can't remember it right now. But, you know, when you're getting ready to move, that's when everything goes wrong, so... Yeah, that's when every, especially the packing part. You're talking about the pack. You prefer unpacking versus packing, and I'm I hate the whole process. Uh, Ravon, have you moved a lot? I haven't really moved myself a lot, but I I, I hate helping other people move. <laughs> it's the worst. Especially what you mean I was counting on you to come up and help next weekend? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it is it is a it is a process with that, especially because there was a while where I was I moved a couple quite a bit. But when I moved across the street, when I moved to Grand Rapids, that was it was a pain because I never that was the first time I actually moved moved. And that was something where getting everything and, and just scrambling around and then getting the U Haul process and then figure out how much space to work with. And I usually help people move because people have helped me and I kind of like yeah. pay it forward kind of thing. But I don't you know, I don't plan on moving anytime soon and I don't really I used to have a truck. I had a Ford Ranger for a, a minute and that was Kind of one of those things where I would say, well, I make up. Uh, I would make up something like, uh, oh yeah, no, I got some going on. It's crazy, and yeah. And, Ford Ranger is like the least effective moving truck because you can fit like seven boxes in it and it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's especially in your end. You have what ten years worth of stuff. I've lived at this place for. Almost 12 years. And altogether, my family's lived here for 28 years. <laughs> so we have, yeah, years and years of stuff that have just accumulated. Wow. That's that a is, lot of storage. That is a lot of storage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> especially on, yeah. you have to move, what, an hour? Are you moving an hour from your location right now? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's quite a bit of. You want to make sure you get everything right on one move and what have you. So, Right. Um, the only thing we have going for us is we did not sell this place before we moved, so we don't have a timeline to be out. So that's kind of nice. That is kind of nice. And, and it does add to the mystique of just it, it, in terms of just like when you do sell it, you got to go back out there, and then it's just a giant pain. Well, at that point, you wouldn't you would really have to go back up there, would you? No. Okay. No, once we get everything out of it and – uh put it up for sale because we don't even have it up for sale at this point um we can be done with it like they can close and get the keys when it, when they close and be done so. instead of just kind of worrying about the constant worry about whether it's uh yeah but the, the move, uh, money having the from the house too that would help too as well so right now we're having some issues with the headphones so right now we're just doing the, the loud talking mic as uh, Mike Pro just walked in the studio. <coughs> so I'm trying to get this figured out on the fly, and it is driving me nuts because I can't. Literally, the only reason why I'm hearing Jamie is because through the speaker. Well, all right, then. Yeah, so I'm trying to get the Cave Radio's uh, technical board and see what's going on, but the, it's a button that somebody pressed last night. And, of course, uh, Cruz Barrio, great show, but sometimes I find the board a little off-kilter, so... But how was your snow week? How was your polar vortex, Mike? How did you survive? Um, well, I have never called off in the year and a half that I worked. And I was not feeling well on Thursday. You know, I mean, I knew on Monday I was not going to feel, feel well on Thursday. So. Okay. <laughs> One of those. Like, gosh, I, I feel a very specific sickness coming on. Yep. Like, A, 
I don't like the job that much. B, yeah. I don't get paid enough. You know what I mean? Now, if I made commission, which I'm soon to be doing that, then I probably would have worked. But for a regular flat rate, no. And the other thing, what, what really made it easier for me, I found out that the two people underneath me with seniority, they've been here like six months less than me, has already called off four times since they've been here. And wow. I've never called off. I was like, oh, you getting it today. <laughs> <laughs> you are getting it today. If there's one day of the year you, you should call off, it would be that day. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'll go to work sick. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not going to make other people sick, but I can, I can handle my own. I know the remedies to maintain my sickness for a few hours, but I saved my, my sick day for a good one. So you called your boss and you said, hey, I need, I need Friday off or whatever day it was. I'm going to be sick. Not that I'm going on vacation, not that I have some special event to attend. I'm going to be sick. I plan on being sick that day. Yep. Wow. That's great. So right. oh, Now we have phone levels, so there we go. Now, now we don't have to technically sound like just scrambling around and uh, – that was why I was able to hear them. We had music playing, and I wasn't able to hear it, so so I apologize for that. Now we are fully and utterly automatically automated availability. So um, yeah, so recap. No Ben. Ben is doing the the MIHL showcase, which will be down there today. Part of a triple header of hockey on SportsRadioDetroit.com. As we have Anna Gilbert Richard game at one thirty, and then we have Salem and Gross Point South. At 510, and then we have the nightcap with Trenton and Stevenson in a rematch of the semifinals from last year with Trenton, won Ann Arbor, and went on the States to lose to Heartland. So, Austin, what about you? How was your week? Um, cold. Um, it was all right. Uh, honestly, a lot of doing nothing. I was really bored and just didn't like, know what to do with myself on Monday. So, just started drinking beer. That was kind of fun. Pounding the beers a little bit. So Yeah. All definitely. right. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Pap checks on his Pap checks on his way in. So, yeah, the other the other the, the bad thing about it is not really bad, but um, since I am uh, with child, um, so wait, is that a, okay? So that's you are not with you are physically incapable of being with child. Well, no, I I have a child, but I didn't do it. You know right. what I mean? Okay. All right. Wait. Wait. So, I thought you said you were announcing that you know you'll. No. Oh, no. Right. I, I wish, but no. So. She was off the whole week, you know what I mean? So there was no, I get to play video games all day, you know, <laughs> peaceful house. You know, I had to entertain, make breakfast and lunch. I was like, I should have just went to work. Shoo. <laughs> 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 like, no, I, I was telling uh, Rayvon on the way in that my work was micromanaging me, which probably led to what happened on Thursday, which I'll tell you guys off the air. But uh, I was, she was checking with me every five minutes, emailing me. I'm like, yeah, sent that report to you 10 minutes ago. What about this report? Oh, I sent it an hour ago. Check again. Yeah. So post up and <clears throat> get. But uh, so on the ramble today, there's talk about snow weather a little bit. But the that's a, I had a I had a, a bone to pick with that question because because um, how old are you? Twenty three. Yeah. So you you know what those things are. You know what? My, go ahead. Give the question now, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll explain. Go ahead. Okay. And just for point of reference, Austin, how old are you? Uh, Twenty-two. Okay, so he, <laughs> so that's why that's why I asked, bro, because I I, I, knew, I think I know where you go with this. Okay. So the question was, and who who came up with this question, by the way? Was that Rayvon? Which question are you talking about? The, I did not. The uh, oh, I thought for sure you did the it. alternate universe one. Oh no, no, was that Jamie? Oh, that, the, I I put it in there, yes, but okay. it was Ben Shapiro's tweet that made me go, hmm, I think that's a good question. 
Yeah, and the fact that she actually quoted Ben Shapiro actually was even uh, it's wow. shocking. I know. Yeah, um, wh- whatever your opinion is of him is irrelevant. But that's a very good, <laughs> very good. It was a wonderful tweet. Yes, it was one of the maybe perhaps one of the few things he does wonderfully. But uh, so we now live in an alternative universe where DC and Marvel universes are currently or current reality. Bruce Wayne and Tony Stark are running for president of the United States. Who do you vote for, and who do you want as a running mate? So, all right, uh, that, that's a that's a fascinating question, and I'm sure we can probably go with this. Uh, Mike Papchek joins us. Papchek, before hi. we get to the question, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> forgot how to get to the studio this morning. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. I'm driving along, and I'm just I get to Royal Oak, and I'm just like. You know, man, I don't ever really remember driving through Royal Oak to get to the studio. That's, that's when you put in the, the Stephen A. Smith uh, drop. Stay off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so here I am. Um, I think that's an awful question. Why would you want a an engineer or a or a Donald Trump running the country? Well, let's before well, we get to before we get to that question, <laughs> I wanted to ask you the, the the first question about the Polar vortex. Did you survive it? No, Roger. I am currently dead. Uh, Mike Pepchek died during the polar vortex. I'm just his he doppelganger. Yeah, well, maybe it dead. just killed his brain cells, and that's why he ended up in Royal Oak. No, this <laughs> happened last week, too. It's because I haven't been here in, like, two months. But, see, my problem with that question was, like, what, it was like, uh, what was your favorite thing about a snow? It was, like, your f- fondest memory of a snow day. It's like... My fondest memory of a snow day was going to school because we went to school no matter what the, what, what the weather yeah. was. These kids <laughs> nowadays have snow days. We didn't have those. There was no, yeah, two feet of snow. You act like you're 50. I'm much older <laughs> than you, and we had plenty of snow days. Oh, well, you, no, I, yeah, you well, stay up in the, in the sticks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, <laughs> where when you get three feet of snow, of course. But no, I walked to school. I went to school. I probably there's probably two days a year that it was there was no school and it didn't have to do with snow. I mean, aren't you glad that schools prioritize kids' safety? I mean, isn't that like something that makes you proud as a parent? No, it makes because you salty. Because <laughs> no, because he wanted that snow day to himself. You know what I mean? So now I gotta share my off day. You know, you know what I mean? So, so now you here's gotta. Bro, here's bro. Hey kid, get the f off my lawn. <laughs> You know what I mean? So now you got to scramble for sitters and stuff like that. I mean, uh, mine's old enough where we got cameras and three dogs. Nobody's coming in the house, and she ain't doing anything without us knowing. By the way, we're on Facebook Live, so for everybody out there who want to share it, please go ahead. We're not obnoxious, I promise. Just share the Facebook Live feed. We're on. Share it. Share it. We're on Sports Radio Detroit and Cave Radio's feed. But, uh, Babchuk, I agree. Or, Pro, I agree with you. I went to school in this crap. It was this coldest day of the year, and then it caused me to hey, get sick, actually. but Hey, you got, like, is this another thing where, like, kids are getting blamed for something that they're not no. doing, like <laughs> no, participation no, 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 no. trophies? No, no, I'm no. serious. It's not the kids that choose. And I, I went to school in Waterford who would wait until, oh, you got to leave to get to school on time at 7 o'clock? We're going to wait to cancel school till 6.57 every single time it's canceled. No, no, so no. Even- I'm, not, I'm not blaming the kids. I'm not blaming the kids. I'm blaming, like, just for the record, I'm blaming the parents. Because, like, even... When my son was in school, I was always like, "Why is school canceled? I don't get it. I, I don't. It's the the. I think the the schools get too much pressure from the parents, who are just like, 
but it's cold outside. Literally, parents have zero to do with it. They they do make a lot of complaints. Yes, they do. But the complaints don't matter. Why would a complaint matter? It all has to do with the elected officials at the school board. But but here's the thing, though. It's not like there's snow day, and then they extend school now. You know what I mean? So you miss five days. Oh, school's five days longer now. It's like, what? They, well, damn, I would have okay. went the class. They build extra days into the year, so there are like there's like six or seven snow days built into the year. Yeah, so they, if we miss six or seven days, it, we don't have to have. Jamie, it. what were you gonna say? I don't remember now. You say something about parents can't have something to do with oh, it. Parents do because the schools like up here. A lot of the schools called off for Tuesday, Monday night, and Wednesday. Tuesday night and Thursday, and parents were throwing fits and calling the school and like, how can you call off for tomorrow? You have no idea what it's going to be like. But here's something that I don't think a lot of people, and maybe you guys don't encounter as much, but in that cold weather, the buses weren't going to run. Diesel fuel gels at those temperatures, and the buses can't run. That's more why school was called off than anything else. For the safety of the kids, I think. And but Jamie, I think you just proved that parents don't have a say that they can call and complain about school getting canceled. Well, guess what? School's still going to be canceled. That's all I'm trying to say. You can complain as a parent. They you don't have any power. You don't have any power. They get more complaints. Okay, they get more complaints. They have power over it getting called off when it's not getting called off. But superintendents take into account: Are how many parents am I going to get calls from if I don't call off today? But they, they. they do baby the kids in a sense just because all right yes the monday through thursday terrible friday not that bad guess what friday was a snow that day as consumers. well you know what I mean? who that was consumers. no one that i know no it's oh. not it wasn't con- it wasn't consumers because they canceled they canceled school before. but they had already the talked to the school that's why they were able to cancel it earlier yeah, dps was closed friday no, no, I'm saying they before before the text message went out, before the fire at the place, they had already canceled school on Friday. Oh, not up here they hadn't. They didn't cancel until after the request to it was like, lower man, temperature. I, in a way, baby and the kids, but I get it. Okay, now if there's ice, if you're worrying about freezing rain and ice, yeah, you don't want a, a, a giant bus carrying a full of kids sliding in something. That's, that's bad press, but... Other than that, I mean, it wasn't just the elementary schools; like even the colleges closed. That's right. Yeah. Well, businesses closed this whole week. I, both I, of my I, jobs. I, closed. I wish. I wish. Both of my jobs closed early multiple times this week. So it's not just schools; it was everywhere. But, but see, and that's yesterday a, was the only day that we. I work at a bank, and yesterday was the only day that we had a full day. And see, all that, week long. And I, I know we. I know we make fun of yeah. Ohio a lot, you know what I mean? But they do it right sometimes where they, okay, it's a, it's bad weather, we're, we're shutting it down. I wish they did that here, you know what I mean? Like, people still needed the saturated fat of the, of the potato chips all week long. <laughs> there, there, there was no uh, snow day for people with deliveries, and that's, that's, the, that's and it's all about dollars and cents there. Lawson, did you see something about the bank? Why was the bank, was it, like, the bank? Oh, I went to go to, to the bank to get, like, some pay stubs or whatever, and they were closed, like, why? Is, the, is it cold inside? I don't think so. No, <laughs> no because it's they dangerous for workers. workers. Yeah, yeah, it's because it's dangerous for workers. I feel like people are getting mad because we're trying to take care of each other for once. Right. Like, it's not, oh, you might die. Well, good luck. You got to get there anyway. No. Oh, we actually but care it was, it was about each other now? It was cold. Like, it's like the roads were bad. The roads were fine. My, okay, but cold means your car won't start. Cold means that there's a lot of other places that are going to be closed. Mine Mine was, whoever, whoever has the Aunt Karen, she says hello. Oh, that's, that's me. Okay. 
but mine was more of jealousy that I didn't get the day off. You know what I mean? I, like, I felt the salt in your retweet. I mean, I get it. <laughs> we, the days we the days we closed early this week, I had to stay later to close. So yeah, I didn't get to go home early at all this week. So I don't blame you at all. But I, I mean, like I was saying, like that. So so that that universe. Yeah, that uh, universe. Who, who, yeah, let's, who uh, you who you voting for? Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's transition into but that. I think that's an easy question, just because. Um, who is Batman? They, they just released. They just came out. I seen it yesterday. They could have released it earlier, but the uh, the newest Batman is set to be released in twenty twenty one. Yeah, and, and it's not going to be Ben Affleck. It's going to be a younger yeah. Batman. They're going to be they're going for a younger audience with this. But if I'm looking at if we're in an alternative universe, really, it's in the DC wise. I would think that it would probably be something along the lines of Clark Kent or AKA Superman because. There is a timeline where I mean he kind of takes over as the kind of the main person with the president. Kind of he's just the president at that point is just a figurehead, and Superman's all regaining power. Bruce I've, Wayne, I think, wouldn't Bruce Wayne would be a good mayor, but as far as the president go, uh, president goes, no, I wouldn't. I, I, I would totally changing the question. That the question is that he's running. Yeah, see, I, if, if Batman was running, I wouldn't vote. I wouldn't vote I, for him. Okay, for president. so then yeah, if, if you're gonna, he's got too. I feel like he's got too many emotional. Depression issues, and he's got okay, too many but mis- like I'd rather go with Tony. If I'm, you're talking go- about Batman, you don't know that Bat- Bruce Wayne is Batman. Thank That's you. the thing. That is that point that True. I was, I was making too. Everyone's like, yeah, Batman. No, no, no. Here's, but you don't. You know Bruce Wayne. Here's the thing. I don't. No, I don't know Bruce Wayne. And anything you read in the comics about Bruce Wayne, he is just a he's a millionaire loof. He's. He, He's, Donald Trump. But, no, he's, whoa, 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 he's whoa. a he is a kid that got his money from his family yes. and then does nothing with it but, except act like a child. He is Donald Trump. There's a difference. No, there's a huge difference because in the comic book, he's one giving money to charity and not doing tax havens versus Donald Trump. You are cherry picking so hard. I'm not cherry you picking. Are. That's true. Are Thank you. But I don't want to. It's I, the same idea. A rich businessman who lucked into his money, taking a, over the power of the country, would have no idea what he's it doing. It is not the what, same principle. It is, though. It's all about running the country, and he would have to hire other people to do it because he has no experience. It's the same That's thing. That's exactly what he does for Wayne Enterprises. Hello, Lucius Fox. That's his. Which is man. a bad thing because why would you elect somebody to pick other people to run the country? Isn't that the, half the problem with Donald Trump? Drain the swamp as he. Fills it, yeah. Like but you don't he, want the swamp. That's the whole point. Is there a hypothetical? Is Bruce Wayne firing everybody over five seconds over comments from his past? No, Bruce Wayne literally We're, does everything for Gotham City to right. a charity. There's you're, you're dancing I, around what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not dancing here. around it. There's I just, a difference. There's I just, a huge difference. I, I think just Tony Stark wins hands down, though. There's like minus every agree, minus whatever issue, whatever yeah. minus the issues you two were debating back and forth. It was like it, it wouldn't even be like a vote. It's like oh, Tony Stark for sure. Iron Man, first of all, and you like, yeah, yeah, but Tony Stark wants everybody to register, and I don't like that, so I'm on the wrong side of the Civil War. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, oh, I'm on the other side of the Civil War, okay. He's with Captain America. I liked this question, there's so many layers to it. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't Captain America side with the government basically? No, he doesn't. No, He's no. Tony, Tony Stark sides, sides with oh, the government. Yeah. But never mind. I'm voting for Bruce Wayne because <laughs> I, I can't trust Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like Pepper Potts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but uh, here's as a, a first lady. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you. Down with that, but <laughs> Batman's always got hot chicks too. Batman would have like ten first ladies. Look, he'd, if Hell, like the, <laughs> the new JFK, yeah, you know. Yeah. And look, if yeah, Hell, if Hell Jordan is running in the DC universe for president, I'll vote for Hal Jordan. Because he's got the Greenland corpse 
behind him to help him out. But do you know that? Do I know that? So that means we have a foreign entity with their hands in our government? No. (laughs) Roger, that's awful. I don't like this. I did that on purpose, actually. That's why I said that. Um, No, but, I mean, in all seriousness, let's get back to the Bruce Wayne here point. The thing is, I don't think uh, the aloof millionaire thing he does on purpose, fine. But enough for him out there that he puts himself out there as a guy who does charitable work and does good work. And is a guy who has mentored Lucius Fox and other people. He has. Uh, he and had, go, go ahead. As opposed to Trump, um, Wayne Enterprises has been a successful company for its entirety, as opposed to bankruptcy after bankruptcy after bankruptcy. You Trump got, is still a successful businessman. I don't know why people try he arguing is, he's not. Like he's he is a successful. Yeah, I give him. Yeah. I mean, if you start ten, when you start with a hundred million, I four. feel like you have pretty you good. Know how much odds. more four billion is than a hundred million? Like. Cool. I okay. Then give me a shot. I'd love to start out with a hundred million and see what I can do with but it. But I look at. I look, I'm saying. I look at success. You doubt to it, but we don't ratio. know, and we will never know because I don't get that what luxury like he did. I mean, coulda, shoulda, could I have started with a hundred million? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. No, I literally just enough. said. I wish you could have had the chance, but it doesn't work that way. That's neither here nor Who's, there. Who, who are you picking as, as the running mate? Who's the vice president? Lucius Fox, Morgan Freeman? Dude, yeah. That's, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Vincent, yeah, that, that's you a good go one. That, right? No, but if you, no, no, maybe. because he has, he has, contingent, he has contingent with, er, contingencies to think about. So he's going to probably go with some different part of the country. Go with Booster Gold, maybe, or uh, Shazam. No, you know, you know he's, he's not going to vote for a kid, obviously. He's what, the vice wait, wait. Well, um, all seriousness aside. So when I, I understand that Shazam is like an old, like, is, is, is legendary. But when I hear Shazam, I, I think of Shaq. Like it's yeah. it's ruined. It, Shazam is completely ruined because of Shaq. That's man, that's a good point though. Because <laughs> man, you're right. Uh, like, I, doesn't matter. Wait, 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 Even wait, when the it? trailer came on, it said Shazam. I said Shaq's got a new movie. But isn't he a genie though? He's a genie. They doesn't exist. They've proven that no. there's no. no movie where he plays a genie. Yeah, yeah. that never Shazam. happened. Yeah, you guys are talk talking about uh, uh, urban legend. Well, no, he was a. No, he was in that movie. Well, it was Shazam, was it? No, it's not called oh, it's Shazam. Kazam. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. No, it wasn't Shazam. It's Kazam. Yeah, it's still ruined. <laughs> okay, that's funny though. I like how but, we went to, how we went to that conclusion there. But so, who is Tony T- Stark's running mate? Is it uh, is it Don Cheadle? You mean uh, Tony Rhodes? Yeah, ah. not Tony Rhodes. James Rhodes. James Rhodes, whatever. What if his running mate's Captain America? Wait, why no. do we want all these heroes to be running mates? Because then they can't be heroes anymore. And then, you know what? Be, tons of Avengers. It'll be fine. That's no, no. actually another reason why t- the difference between, you know, Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne. Like, if you vote for Tony Stark, you know that you don't get Iron Man anymore. But if you I vote for Bruce would. Wayne, you I don't. I think he would still. Then that's the off. problem. You don't want somebody out of the office. I'm just, again, being an asshole by drawing all these conclusions to Trump. Everybody bitches about Trump not being in the White House. Well, if Tony Stark's trying to be Iron Man, he's going to be in the White House, what, like once a week? If he's got time? I mean, if he, if he can fly there, he'd be there all the time. If, I could, if I could fly, take I'd... Off, take off from the Oval Office, go deal with some crime, come back, and finish signing his bills. Like, or, that would be or, Tony Stark. And then or, he'd be okay. mainlining several drugs because, holy crap, he'd be so stressed or out. Or just, okay, now, what's to say... We're, we're talking trash to another country. They launch a bomb. All right. Well, he, all he has to do is just hop in a suit, fly, and stop it, and or, point it back in the other direction. Or, or it would save us if, on military. How would it expenses. save us money? He'd still have to spend the money. If anything, he shouldn't be involved. Because should be a 
a third party and elect someone else to ship him out, and that's why the Avengers exist. Because all the missiles and the military equipment would be that much cheaper because he owns a business. You know what I mean? We're getting a discount. You get 20% off the top. I wouldn't. Walmart prices. We don't need a missile defense system if you have Iron Man. He, I, he still it, has to spend the money to get the technology, but it's like, from, but it's from, it still it, costs him billions but of dollars. It's, it's from his company. You think he's going to charge the, the U.S. But, full cost? Just, I don't know you full cost. But, but he still has to pay for it, and the technology that he creates is ridiculously expensive. It doesn't make it cheaper. It like works, He still has though. to pay for it. It works. We're not saying that as so you like Batman? would subsidize his It's his Bruce Wayne, not Batman. So. Yes. So who are? Oh, hold on. Are Wait, we, go ahead, Jamie. Hold on. Sorry. What was Jamie saying? We're, we're not just because he becomes president doesn't mean we suddenly start subsidizing the Iron Man creation. That's all stuff he already has. That's what I'm saying. So somebody shoots a missile at us, he flies up, sends it into outer space. Boom. No need for a missile defense system. But, but why do I want my president doing that? What happens if he dies? On to the next one. It's old school, man. It's like George Washington out in battle. <laughs> Chopping down a tree. You know, George Washington was definitely in the back of those battles. It's yeah. Better than Dick Cheney. Either way, he was there. You're right. So, right, so, so, so you're gonna root, you're gonna vote for Bruce Wayne? I, I never. I, I, I wouldn't. This is this is because you're making a you're making a compelling argument against Tony Stark. I was like, you're against you're, Tony Stark, and then I wouldn't vote for Bruce Wayne because I don't want a businessman running the country. I wouldn't vote for either one. He's just not going to vote. You shitty American. Yeah. Well, either way, <laughs> I'm going to waste it on a third party. <laughs> there's, there's two. <laughs> it, is a, it is a good question uh, with a lot of variables, but honestly, at the end of the day, I probably vote for. I probably do what maybe a slacker would do and not vote at all. So I would well, be I would be worried about Tony Stark trying to spy on my. You know, spy on me and Bruce Wayne. He's an aloof millionaire. I don't know. I don't know who he is. Aloof. Aloof. Whatever. I vote for Bruce Wayne, and then I would elect Spider Man as his running mate because Peter has uh, experience. Pe- in the journalism. Yeah, but they're, they're Peter cross- Parker is going to have to be Superman. twenty years older. And also, that's a different universe. Uh, DC uh, Spider Man's in the Marvel or. Yeah, well, Spider-Man. they are running concurrently yeah, they, right. because but, they can run against each other. But that's well, Democrats and Republicans, though, you know? Well, and and again, <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about the current Peter Parker, he's like 19. No, not the current one. The, the Tobey Maguire. All right. The, okay, so he's 45. Okay, all right, yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're going we're gonna to change. We're going to change gears <laughs> a little bit here. And we're going to go in the horse uh, because this that co- that question could probably go on for another hour before we're, anybody actually sells on something in here. There's, so. there's been some some huge NBA stuff going on this. Yes, week. there's been a lot of NBA stuff, and that's probably why we if we go through this pretty quickly. We could probably add a couple. We, we'll definitely go in the NBA for sure. But I do like the fact that we went a little different with this uh, this week. So we'll start with H. Can the integrity of sports remain intact if opposing players collude to join up together? So I'm, I'm intrigued. Who came up with this question, by the way? I did. All right. So it's a good question. You know, yeah, it is a good question. But Rayvon, it is it, a great question. Is it coming from baseball right. or is it from baseball? Where is the uh, where's that question pertaining to? All it? this trade talk. This okay. Oh, the Lakers stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great point. So, pro, go ahead. Uh, I don't think it's going to change anything just because it it happens once every. It happened. LeBron did it. All right. And then KD decides to do it, even though he's not—he wasn't like best friends with him. He just wanted to go to a winning team. And then AD did it. We've talked three times in the in the history of the NBA. No, it's not that Magic serious. Johnson got fined several million dollars for it. For what? For tampering. Oh, that's what. Saying something out loud and actually doing it is two different things. NBA players all the time talk. Oh yeah, I would love to play. 
people are presenting with the question, hey, would you like to play with Kyrie? I would love to play with Kyrie. Oh, $50,000. No, it's no. You asked me the question. Anthony Davis did, though. But you... He didn't just say, wouldn't it be fun to play with LeBron? He said, I want to trade and I'm not going to resign with anyone besides the Lakers. That's, that's, that's not soft. That's not that's entirely. Soft. That's his, his, his agent said that. You know what I mean? So, and what's $50,000? It's not like his agent said that Anthony Davis turns on his TV and goes, you said what? But people, okay, now you can understand. Or, now, yes, the Pelicans have done, have made moves for right now. And they kept making right now moves, which got them in the predicament that they are in now. You know what I mean? Now he's already looking at it like, hey, I've given you everything that I can. We're not really going anywhere. So why waste more time of my life when I've given you everything? Why don't you just do me a solid since I did, did you a solid and put me in, in a winning spot? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot by not making some of those moves. Oh, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, they're just doing it out of pettiness or whatever, and, like, you get nothing for them. Like, well, the, the thing lot, is, but. especially that the, what Ravon's point I think, brings up, to is the fact that you got Ky, uh, Kyrie Irving right now, and then Anthony Davis' dad saying he's not going to go to Boston. But you're ruining, essentially, the parity that is I mean NBA doesn't really have a lot of parity anyways I mean if you think about the last 25 years of teams that have won the NBA title but you're making this kind of like a almost dare I say WWE like Wolfpack or like kind of like this thing where it's <laughs> yeah. like and I hate to say that but it's like, like what teams like the Bucks who are this young exciting team with the Greek the Freak gonna do when everybody wants to make super teams and to me I think I'm tired of it because quite frankly you're ruining the league. The what integrity? The little the, the league is so exciting right now with all these great players, and then you're just telling everybody, "No, I just want to go to LA with my friends and win and, and have this." It's BS, and but, then like just it, it continues to ruin that kind of uh, what could be a potentially <clears throat> good uh, parity among the league. But it doesn't happen that often for. For it, to, it to, should be able to bother anybody. It doesn't happen that often. It's a trend that's and, heading upward. Though. And, and, and let's think about it. Okay, let's just say Boston. Okay, it's known the league is better when Boston is good. The, the league is better when LA is good. The league is better when New York is good. Now, what's to say he didn't say I don't want I don't want to go to Boston. Now Boston uh, trades the farm to keep AD, and he doesn't want to go there, and he he leaves. Now Boston sucks because they gave up everything. So why not? It's like hey, well you don't want to reverse it. Well, Carmelo so it's kind of Denver, New York. So it's kind of like yeah. yes, I do want to leave my current situation because we suck, and I'm gonna let you know to the other teams I'm not gonna sign. I'm not gonna sign. So you can give up the farm, but what are you gonna have after you after I leave? So it's kind of like. I'm looking out for my current team and looking out for the next next team. But what's so the, you're just not b- looking out for his current team because now he's almost <coughs> untradeable to everyone besides the Lakers. And not to mention, okay, but that's not go, go ahead, Mike. It, it doesn't matter. Players don't make trades, guys. This is something that I bring up all the time. Players don't make the trades. GMs have to do it. You know why Anthony Davis is going to get traded? It doesn't matter. His value, he has. They have no reason to trade him. Why would the Pelicans be in a hurry to trade him right now? His, after the season, the value will go down because you don't know what could happen. Because hypothetically, all right, now there's a lot of Kyrie news in, uh, going on. What if Kyrie uh, uh, leaves Boston? You think Boston's going to trade the farm for AD? No. No. Why would oh, so, so, they have him for? They have him so, still. Okay, though. but what I'm saying, though, what Kyrie? He can leave after this. After I'm talking this about Anthony Davis. I, I understand that. Okay, but if Kyrie leaves after this season, all right? Yeah. AD is not going to stay there. You think Boston's going to trade the farm for AD? No. Why is Boston the only destination? <laughs> it's, it's it's not. 
They the only reason Boston comes up is because they have the best package that they could put together. That's the only reason because they they have assets and they can't offer that until the summertime. But what I'm saying though is they're gambling and they can lose in the end because let's just say Boston doesn't. But but, that's why it's a gamble. That's why it's a gamble. You could lose in the end or you it could pay off in a big way in the end. But listen, okay. So let's just say Kyrie leaves. You know, say okay. So, um, I just damn, I just lost my train. No, you you've said it. I'm just saying. That's the worst case scenario. The best case scenario is oh. Boston decides oh, okay. Anthony so, okay. Davis is a core part of their team, oh. and they do trade exactly what they're looking. Okay, for. so Boston's not on the table no more. Now the Lakers are trying okay. to outbid Boston. Okay, if Boston's not on the table no more, so now that's one less player off the board. Okay, now what are you going to do? Cool. So, you, so, Kade, so let's say KD goes to New York, then but you can you can play hypotheticals all the time. I, there are you're so gambling, many. You're gambling on yeah. on, on on what though? Because what if? Okay, so right, right all, now nobody's offering what they want for him. So why would you trade him right now if you're the Pelicans? But, okay, on a, on a small on a smaller tip, I kind of I kind of feel like a random team should trade for him because all the stuff that's being thrown at him, they can okay, we're, we're going to push for this year. They didn't get it, all right. So in, in the summertime, retrade him and get all the assets you back. No, he's not. He's under Ravon, what do you got before we move on? I just. I just feel like the, this trend is kind of devaluing contracts in general. It's kind of like guys I can agree. just force their way out. Like, if Jimmy Butler doesn't want to be in Minnesota, he can say, trade me. If Anthony Davis doesn't want to play for the Pelicans, trade me. Kyrie, he, okay. he doesn't want to be a leader. I, I need to go. It, it's just, but you're, you just brought up two teams that are middle of the road, not making the playoffs anyway. So and, that's, and, a, that's a situation that they should be selling anyway. And l- last year, the contract, AD just gave them – I, 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 an extra year and a half. He's under contract for next season. So any team that keeps him or trades for him has him for next season. So all he's doing, it usually it's been the same season as my last year. I'm not re-signing. Trade me. You mean AD just gave them an extra six months to get something done. All right, Jamie, you got anything before we move on? I just think that there's not a whole lot of integrity left in sports. There's not a lot of parity left in any sports. And you mentioned it yourself. So I don't see how they can really ruin that integrity when it doesn't exist anymore anyways. Okay. All right. So we move on. definitely parity, though. Yeah. We just talked about it. Nah, not really. No, there's not parity. In terms of the NBA, nah. I mean, if you look at the last 25 years. Yeah, give it two years. And if you look at the last 25 years, like, several teams have won an NBA championship. Yeah, in terms of I could put on. And in the next two years, you're going to see a different team in the one seed every year. So less than 10. So what, less than. Eight teams have won the title in the last twenty-five years: Bulls, Spurs. Parity doesn't Celtics, exist if you Lakers, have the same people Mavericks, making the finals Miami, every year. Cleveland. Okay, and right now we're going through row, literally the means- most legendary dynasty in sports. But, one of them, though. But he, like, but, quick, quick but question: that's Not parity. Parity is when you see different teams in the finals every year. That's parity. Is that? I don't. I completely disagree right. with that. All right, let's hey, move. On. But say, but, but quick point. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay, what's to say he's in the last year of his contract? Most teams. <laughs> uh, but, but listen for a second. You're laughing. Oh, you don't even hear, my, even hear my question. Keep keep longer, going, but on, I'm man. just saying he's doing his he's team a favor. Kiss. He can get more value by being traded because he still has more time but on why, his contract. why would he want to? It's not his team anymore. All right. You missed the point. All right, let's bring well, – if we have time, we'll bring that back up later. Okay, now, finally, oh, what are your thoughts on Deion Sanders' 30 for 30 documentary? Who watched it in here? It was great. I watched it this morning, actually. I didn't know too much about Deion Sanders before I watched that, actually. It was a little before my time. But, okay. I mean, you can make a case. He's like the greatest athlete of all time, honestly, for what he pulled off. Well, it was a pull. I mean, I think Bull Jackson's slightly better because Bull Jackson 
rushed for 1,000 yards was an all-star. And in that regard, that makes Bill a better athlete because he was able to do it at a high level for for two teams. And, and in terms of – if he was just a single baseball player, he might have been – might might have been a Hall of Famer. But yeah, but Dion did it during the season, so he would play – So you did, know, so did Bo. Yeah, Bo did the same thing. A little thing. different. How, how was well, – wait, wait, what do you mean? Was was a, was a, I mean, because Dion, he would – Pretty much play for the Falcons one day and then play for the the uh, the Braves like in the same day. Whereas Bo waited till the end of the season and then fulfilled his duties in the other sport. I think that had to different. do with different collective bargaining agreement issues. Yeah, but not his fault. But we it's don't know. Fault, but, but we don't know if he would. If he would. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It is more impressive that same week. You know what I mean? Okay, baseball game, football game, baseball game. Like, all right, bro. You know what I mean? Right, and it's prime time. Yeah, just like. He just looks cool too, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he he had the flash. I, I think that's I I haven't seen it yet because I unfortunately worked fourteen hours yesterday. Oh, that's and great. It, I, I had like an it. hour and a half to myself. You had to go go to bed and re- and rinse it was and the fact that the teams needed him. He wasn't just like a sideshow. Like they actually needed him to make the playoffs. That's the Braves time. needed him and the Falcons needed him. Well, it was interesting too. Was the whole incident with Tim Tim McCarver, which if you guys don't know, he Tim McCarver uh, kind of called him out saying he was doing it for attention and, and was kind of ragging on him. And then during, during the post-game locker room, uh, Dion threw him with a bag of ice or a bag of water and, or uh, whatever. <clears throat> Hit him with some water, a cold water trick. And uh, as a result, Tim McCarver didn't want to participate. And, you know, that's his choice. But I think Dion Sanders was the last. I mean, Brian Jordan did that too for the Cardinals. And I believe he played for the Falcons too as a safety. But the two-way athlete will never, will never see again. Because now high school kids in high school specialize only in one sport, so they can get in and get some sort of thing going. So you're not going to see that. Kyler Murray. Hey, but that's the that's the whole reason. Yeah, but he's only he's got to choose one. That's the that's the that's the only reason why this thirty for thirty dropped right now is because people were talking about this two sport athlete. So it's like like great timing for ESPN to go ahead and drop the hammer on that one. Yeah. All right, so Jamie, do you have anything to add on that or? No. Okay. So horse, we go to R. What is more justified? Eighty fine fifty thousand dollars for trade request, or Khalid fine five hundred k and a nine month ban from UFC for post fight melee. Um, the fifty k is nothing. That's that's chump change. Man, Twitter was having a, a field day with with <laughs> with that afterwards. Like, w- yeah. what what's fifty k? LeBron PayPal him. Here you go, bro. It's yeah. nothing. Yeah, you know I mean, but at, for you, you can't be a fighter and then go in the stands and fight. Is this, you know I me? thought it adds a very WWE-esque element to the UFC, and sure. uh, it was kind of hilarious. <clears throat> Obviously, he deserves the fine more than Anthony Davis, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, saying that I'm glad Anthony Davis got the fine more so, just because Anthony Davis was being soft. Khabib was going hardcore, like The Undertaker or something, jumping in the stands. I guess Undertaker wasn't the wrestler that would do that, but you know what I'm saying. I, I kind of feel like... A fighter jumping into the stands and putting civilians at risk yeah. is now that's losing inte- you know what I'm saying integrity of, of stuff. You can't put fans at risk. They're the whole reason why you're there. You know what I mean? If you got beef, there's locker rooms. There's shit in the back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fight them next to the bus like the last one. You don't have to go in the stands. Take it out in like, the streets. You know what I mean? There's like there's innocent civilians by you. I feel like yeah. you should have got a, a heftier fine. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? And they, oh, it's a six month suspension retroactive from the fight. Okay, so I got two months left. Thanks. I wasn't <laughs> gonna fight in, the, in this time anyways. So it's like that was that was the dumbest part about it. it. It's not like he was gonna fight 
two months later anyways, so you suspended him during his off time. So it's not a suspension. Yeah, it's kind of a slap in the wrist a little bit. Yeah. The money, though, it hurts because the UFC fighters don't make a lot. Yeah. But he, made, he, made, he, made, he was fighting McGregor. He, made, he got banked off that. Oh, yeah, okay, so maybe it's just a little bit off the top on that, though. Like a little bit. But 50K? Shit. Shit. <laughs> I still don't think AD should have got... He shouldn't have gotten fined. No, yeah, no. But it's, Kyrie it, it, got fined for the same thing last year. But it's a, it's it's a, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a simple rule, and that's what the NBA right. did. Some perfect. All they did was put the rule up there and highlight it. You a per- player cannot request or demand a trade during the season. Simple rule. It's like there's no there's no white or black about you. I mean, it's, it's, bro, you shouldn't have did it. Yeah, exactly. Jamie no, would, no, no shit that you want to leave. Everybody knows that. Yeah, you make it clear, Jamie. I just think what Khabib did was actually like highly entertaining versus Anthony Davis, which was just soft. So I'm just going to go with, I think Anthony Davis's was worse, even though I fully acknowledge what he did does not compare to attacking someone in the stands. All right, try again. Jamie? <laughs> just it. Is that when you're, you're comparing somebody saying something that they shouldn't have said versus actual physical violence, obviously the physical violence is the worst case. Yeah. yeah. I mean... He, and no, and it would have been bad enough if it had been like the other person's promoter or anything like that. No, it was like no, you can't endanger the fans like that. Yeah, I mean, warranted or not, after a trainer or something like that, like warranted or not, it's self control, man. It's just it's there's a lot of fans like that. There's a Dallas Mavericks fan who's banned for the uh, for taunting. <laughs> forgot he was taunting somebody. Um, he got banned. It was the guy looked like uh, uh, one one of the Ryan brothers. Uh, the guy, the Ryan brothers from the NFL, the uh, Rob and Rex Ryan. Yeah, he looks like he looked like Re- Rob Ryan with that long hair and like the white beard, and it was really weird. But all right, so we go to S. Who has more upside, Jay Morant or Zion Williamson? And Zion, Zion, sorry, Zion Williamson. Uh, both are outstanding basketball players, and of course, you may not know a little bit about uh, J- John Morant if you don't watch college, a lot of college basketball. He plays for Murray State. 63174 and well there you go Roger you just gave the answer to the question what can you read off those measurements again 63174 pounds all right now go to Zion what's Zion 69240 like, but I thought he was like wait like 280 or okay yeah. Pro- yeah. but yeah, yeah. proving yeah, yeah. my point yeah but no he's <laughs> he is he's like the next lebron and the, what i mean by that is he, his sheer athleticism is going to give him tools that nobody else has. When LeBron came in the league, his athleticism really is what made him one of the best players in the league right away, and then he got better at basketball. I think that's exactly what's going to happen to Zion. I, 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 agree. I agree, but I'll take, I'll take the other side just because. Like, <laughs> now, let's just think about it. Blake Griffin was amazing in college and high school, and he broke his kneecap on the first dunk of the M- NBA because he was uh, he slams he dunks so hard. Now on another aspect, you know what I mean? Yes, he's what Zion's two eighty. He's mm-hmm. he's huge, but he's still young. That metabolism hasn't slowed down yet. Wait five years from now when it does. Now that two eighty is going to be three ten. You know you see you see you see. Yeah, he's got trainers. Hey hey. You may be young, but you remember Sean Kemp? 
he was he was a beast, and then he got fat, and he got old, and he was gone. Yeah, you know what I mean that metabolism will catch up to you, or even Charles Barkley. You know what I mean? So like, regardless of how big you are, how amazing you are, you know I mean when you're that big, you do have to worry about when the shit catches up to you. It, it could happen, but like LeBron <clears throat> slimmed down after he went he wasn't to fat. He got really big though. He was he he's not he was I mean, nowhere near like, Zion like, though. He's got like a little bit of chub, but he's just like a bull, you know? Like he's just strong. I feel like I don't think he's gonna get fat. Like. We, nobody, the think, only, nobody thinks they're going to the get old, fat. I, yeah, like Larry Sanders. That's basically what happened Larry Sanders. He, he got too fat and he got hooked on weed. So. You, know, you know what I mean? So you just you just don't know. Yes. Yeah, you know his, what money's going to do somebody His either. talent is phenomenal, but you do have to worry about just because of you see what happened to Blake Griffin immediately, and you have to worry about his weight moving forward. You, you, just, you just don't know. But Blake Griffin's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. What? Mm. But well, he's also he's borderline. He's also missed thirty five percent of the games. I know he's ever. It's look, Blake Griffin and Sean Livingston. I think about regularly. What happens if they didn't have horrific injuries? Their careers would have well, been what, crazy. What could have been so? But the, the Warriors probably wouldn't be because he was. A, You're right. I'm, he was. A, he was a key piece. But like, can you imagine? Sean Livingston should have been his own point guard on his own team in a, in a different. He was world. an all star. But that's that's a, that's a comeback story just because. You almost lost a leg, and and he still won a couple rings. Yeah, yeah. no, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> but well, I, I still, I would still go with Zion. Yeah, the other guy, he's a human highlight reel as well. He didn't really get many college offers, you know what I mean? And now he Murray State doesn't really get too much ESPN time. Now they're yeah. all over it. Well, yeah, because so. the Ohio Valley Conference until only tournament time. Isaiah Kanan was the last guy to come from Murray, Murray State, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah Kanan. I'm like I'm remembering, and then Moorhead State's where Kenneth Freed came from, and that's the same conference. That's those are the only two NBA players that I can think of recently. I love Kenneth Freed. He's he's like, well, okay, this makes it sound awful. He's like <laughs> he's like a a little slightly more athletic version of Greg Monroe. That, uh, that's off. Yeah. Right? No. But he okay, when Greg anyway, Monroe like him now, okay. like him less. When Greg Monroe was the sixth <laughs> man on the Bucks, he, that was his best role. And that's what I mean. Kenneth Fareed as one like first second guy off the bench for a really good team is a perfect fit for him. He's just never had that. Man, Kenneth Fareed has been a nobody for the past three years. I wouldn't say that. No. That's why he's got bought out from New Jersey. He was too busy blocking out the haters. There you go. <laughs> All right, so the last question, and it's probably take the last part of horse here. The what happened in literally forty-five minutes, as uh, Porzingis <coughs> said, "Hey, I want to be traded," and then literally within the hour, he was gone, and he was traded to Dallas, or excuse me, da- yeah, traded to Dallas for Courtney Lee, Tim Hardaway, a bag of potato yeah. chips. No, that's who went with. Kate. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, excuse me, went with him to Dallas for Wesley Matthews, Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, and two first rounders. And who who won that trade? I, I feel like wow, it's 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 like most trades is too early to tell. Yeah. But this one really is because the, New York made the trade for cap relief, right. and if they don't get anybody in the offseason, then they lost a okay. deal. They let, lost. Let me rephrase the question then. Right now, it looks very clear that one side came out on top. If you're just looking at it on paper right now, who do you think it is? Do you, I mean, dis- do you agree with that or disagree with that? Dallas, yeah. Dallas came out on top. I yeah. mean, what well, they got a they got a, a, a under twenty five all star for a person who they really didn't want and draft picks that really aren't going to mean anything. So yes, Dallas won. But if New York gets two max contracts, right? But that's then- not like 
That's not like them directly winning the trade. That's just like in a way, the is, reason that they the, did the, the trade. The only is reason, different. the only reason why they did it is for cap. Now they, I understand this trade happened in a matter of forty-five minutes, but they had, they already had this trade in place for weeks prior to, because the Wednesday before the trade happened, New York played Dallas, and uh, Luca and uh, KP were like buddy buddy hanging out. Like they knew something was going on. Even announcers like, man, those those guys are being extra friendly for being on opposing teams. Next day, a trade happened. You know what I mean? And I just, I just listened to a, but, I listened to a podcast, the low, the low post with Dirk on it, and they already had this information that this was, this was going to happen. They asked him a couple weeks ago, how do you feel about it? So it was already a deal they had in place. But if Dallas, if Chris, if KP actually ends up being like continues on his trajectory and becomes like this incredible player, then I still think it doesn't matter who the Knicks sign. And maybe it's because I don't have faith in them signing they they have, huge they, they name they free agents. Yeah, they, they, they haven't signed anybody. And nobody, they, they signed Melo. But Ooh. nobody nobody <laughs> really wanted nobody's really wanted to go to New York. Lamar Stoudemire. <laughs> He was fired for 53 games. I was about to say, for like the first <laughs> yeah. season, it was it looked awesome. I'm just feel like, I feel you remember like, he was 37. I think he got poked in the eyeball twice. I feel twice. like 20 CL and his age, he could come back. And, and with Luca, you add a combination like nothing else in the West. But they're going to still probably need another perimeter shooter to help him out, kick him out in the game a little bit. Or, when he goes down low, but look, you the got Knicks, a you got a six seven and a seven three dude like leading leading pick and rolls. Yeah, my my, my whole point Stretch, though is I, uh, the Knicks has been been failing miserably in the last twenty years to even get a free agent. So I don't I don't trust the execution on their part. I mean, there there are like Kevin Durant rumors, but that happens every single year. LeBron was supposed to go to New York every year. There's some sort of sort of stupid rumor about the Knicks because they're the number one media market in the country, and we're supposed to buy into that, but they haven't shown otherwise. But they did. They did have to get, okay, regardless. Now, um, Przingis didn't want to resign there, and they were going to lose him eventually. You know what I mean? Probably next season anyways. So they had to get something for him. They had to, why not now to clear some books to hopefully get somebody? Because otherwise, if, he, if, if you don't make the trade, you're not going to get anybody in the offseason because now you got to scramble during – during the offseason to try to make some moves to get rid of some, some of these people. But now you don't have to do anything. You got the money. You got two full I mean, realistically, who can they get? I mean, Kyrie's the only name. The but, but there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot. I don't of, know if you can. I, I but, think there's way more. It's way more likely for Kevin Durant to go to New York than Kyrie. I know, but there are. You got Kevin Durant, Kawhi. Uh, Butler, Clay Thompson. There's a lot of people that you can get this offseason with two. Fifty four percent of the league's gonna be a free agent, right? You know, and fifty three, fifty four percent. Yeah. So I it, do buy that Katie's interested. I think he wants his own team. It all depends on Kyrie's from New all York. All depends on who else is going there. So, yeah. But the highest person they are paying next year is Joe Kim Noah. He's not even on the team I anymore. Thought, oh yeah. That's true. I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was Tim Hardaway Jr., but he's gone now. <laughs> so, and then uh, DeAndre Jordan and uh, Matthews are probably going to be uh, um, buyout candidates. Off the books, yeah. You know what I mean? So, Which, it's now, it, it, it was a very smart move because you're hoping for something. But, but at the same time, you they got seven they got seven first-round picks over the next three years. You know what I mean? So, it's like, well, that's... Start so, up. they could possibly Which, get the number one pick. Isn't it so funny, the whole... And two max players. The DeAndre Jordan stuff, like, he fleeced them, (laughs) and then he's like, all right, I'll come back inside, and they're like, eh, get out of here. No, he fleeced them, went back to L.A., and then went to the Mavericks the following year, and then then 
They trade him. They trade him. They, they said Mark Cuban talks about how he's in love with DeAndre Jordan in his game, yeah, right. and then he trades him the second they have. They were complaining about him grabbing too many rebounds or getting in other players' way. Like, well, no, the, the the real thing happened is when he grabbed the rebound and elbowed Luca. Yeah, he was like, "Bruh, you can't do that." <laughs> Go, he gone. Yeah. You're ruining the future. You Get him out of here. Yeah, no, you're right. Because you should have seen. Cause they 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 zoomed in on Mark Cuban's face right after that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he just shit his pants and it's just like, but I mean, they overpaid for him. They were hoping that they would have got the the early DeAndre Jordan. You really haven't seen much from him this this year anyway. So, it was it was sm- smart on both parties. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dallas hasn't done much with their draft picks anyways, and nobody wants to come there in free agency. You know what I mean? So this was a, a great move on their part. They got the replacement for Dirk. That's what's kind of cool. They recreated the Dirk. new Dirk and Na- Steve Dirk. Nash era. They got another stretch five. Yeah, yeah like, Steve Nash was six seven, <laughs> and super athletic <laughs> and a real like. Okay, not saying Steve Nash isn't a real athlete, he but I'm just soccer. saying. Yeah, played soccer. Yeah. Luke Luca is on another level. Like I don't know if you pass Steve Nash, like when he was 30, 31, he looks like he looked like a he looks like Joe Ingles. He they both just look like regular dudes that are dads, and then. You know, they step on a basketball court and your jaw hits the floor. But It, it might make people want to go there now just because, oh, like... I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying I totally agree that Porzingis being there makes it more of a destination. You know what I mean? Because, all right, to, to be successful, either you need a dominant center or you need a dominant point. Luka's no, a dominant point. Now now, now you got a, a, a forward who can play to five, mainly to four, can stretch, who has handles. He's like... One of the biggest dudes in the league with the best handles. Not many power forwards do you want handling the ball like that. But he's got he's got the he's got the handle. So you definitely don't need a successful center to win a championship. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. If we did, then we'd feel a lot better Wait, about Andre Drummond being on the Pistons. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. I literally just took a stick and. Poked Mike as hard as I could just now. Yeah, it might get one of those like come through blocks, and so uh, it, t- it took a lot of energy. <laughs> Don't say nothing. I, Don't you, say nothing. Your face really did strain too, like <laughs> that. If the <laughs> camera picked that up, he literally was like, "No." He was trying. To, he was trying. To, he was trying to feed the bear, and uh, he wasn't going to go for it. So, uh, real quick before we get to some Lions Super Bowl or the the big game stuff, because I don't want to get sued. Uh, I don't know if you can mute. Whatever. Oh, there was feedback there for a second. Um. So, a Pittsburgh TV station fires an employee for calling Tom Brady a known cheater, which kind of uh, cracks me up a little bit and almost poking Jamie with this because... Uh, uh, yeah, I felt that. Uh, yeah, so I didn't... By the way, I did not put the link in there, so just a heads up there. So, uh, was that you, Ravon, on this? Yeah, that was okay. me. Thank you, Ravon. Um, so, um, according to SI.com's Dan Gartland, KDKA released a statement regarding the um, firing of this intermin- uh, employee's termination. Quote, while fans are entitled to have our personal opinions, we have journalistic responsibility to prove unbiased reporting. The graphic appeared on Monday to violate our news standards. The individual who created this graphic no longer works at KDKA TV. So the um, and the, you can see it right here. We'll post the link on our um, show notes. And uh, Brady was suspected suspended for the first four games of the 2016 regular season schedule schedule. Due to his alleged role in the Deflate Gate scandal. So this cracks me up because Jamie and I got in a pretty heated Twitter exchange about this because I was giving Tom Brady some props for winning the game that he did on, against Kansas City. And she said that there's asterisks to his Super Bowl victories. And 
I disagree with it because outside of the the, the, the whole deflate gate, which again, which proved, was hold on, let me, let, let me finish. Yeah, exactly. Now it's stupid in the sense that the Colts had the same football that the Patriots did. So that being said, it gets even dumber than that. That the rule changed that year. People deflated the ball a hundred every year of the NFL moving up until that season. So it's not like it's just some brand new rule that they just made to themselves. It was already going on forever for how many Super Bowls for that many or, until I mean, then. The, the seasons, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. So it, it happened every single year. So I, it's not like they just made up and it's like, oh, they're the first team to ever do that. No, Why? And not to mention Jim Irsay, who has been twice on the rules committee to change rules in favor for the Colts to win, i.e., the NFC Championship game was in 2003, where the Patriots and Ty Law manhandled the uh, Colts. And then the following, uh, Ursay bitched so much about they're being too physical. The next year, the Colts won because the Patriots had to play soft defense. Coincidence? And he was on the rules committee for this one, too. So, I mean, look, I'm not. He's a. And I was about to throw some shade, but it's not yeah, that the, my point is <laughs> for him to get fired, for him to get fired like that just to have like the journalistic integrity. I, I a lot of look. I know a lot of people outside of Boston think he is what he is, and of course Boston thinks he can do no wrong, and that's fine. But Boston and Michigan fanboys. No, depend, yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of common sense, and I, I'll use this example. All right, Roger, this is this is all you. This 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 show. You know what I mean? And. Getting all this together, Sports Radio Detroit. What's your favorite team? My favorite team of all of, all of them? Yeah. Tigers. Tigers suck. They had nothing but cheaters. You know what I mean? Overpaid. Miguel Prayer probably shoots up steroids. Like, I'm not about to diss my boss's favorite team on air. Why would I do that? That's stupid. It's common sense. Now, yes, a, a lot of journalists put fake news out there uh, for, for clickbait and just want just to... Sources just, say, they use the sources say... Just you know. to put news out there, but you don't diss your boss's favorite team, favorite player. You know what I mean? He, th- th- his boss probably has Tom Brady posters all over the office, and you dissed him. At, like, if you got fired for that, it's not... I guarantee you, which is probably won't be reported, that he's been warned before. Yeah. No, I think that it's just... Graphics people at news stations. This is a local news station, right? It's uh, like it's in like Pittsburgh. A small, yeah, they. That's a minimum wage position. See, it's a part time gig. It, the, You're the, not getting paid full time to do stuff like that. So it was an expendable appendage that they didn't have to worry about. So like, like, eh, okay, whatever. You make nine bucks an hour anyway. Get out of here. And even dumber. Okay, with that aspect, it's even dumber when you know that you probably bring nothing to the table of this business you don't do something like that i mean if he, he was trying to quit it's a kind of a if legendary was, way to go oh out, if you know? trying to get yeah. if you trying to quit and get the, i mean well unemployment for nine dollars an hour is probably you're probably still gonna I think, be broke i think, I think he overstepped <laughs> i personally think he overstepped the boundary i don't know what yeah. you guys think I, th- I think he overstepped the boundary jamie what do you think I don't understand why you can say something about journalistic integrity when he's reporting a fact that's on record. Thank you. Yeah, Thank but you. it's it's no, it's, it's divisive. It it's okay, no, he but the suspended the, for cheating. Therefore, the, he is a cheater. Okay, but you don't. That's not what he does. That that little section is about like supposed to say like quarterback or something. When you say he's quote unquote a known cheater, it is directly meant as an insult. It's meant to be. Negative. That's it, that was definitely fact. its intention. That's that's like, not. That's like saying. But the fact like doesn't matter. That saying that the polar vortex was incredibly cold. No. Was 
was detrimental to the polar vortex. Wait, 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 what does wait, it have wait, anything? What? What, is, what, <laughs> what does that? Ha- wait, wait, wait. What does a graphic have to do with? He's simply putting up a graphic, a graphic that says that should say what Mike says correctly. A quarterback, whether he's known cheater or not, is still in the in, in terms of internalistic journalistic integrity. What are you saying by that? Is look. The facts are facts. He's a quarterback. Put that up there. Known cheater? That is debated among the yes. Did he get suspended? Absolutely he got suspended. But my point yeah. but So he is a known cheater. Me... He was suspended for <laughs> cheating, therefore he is a known <laughs> cheater. So the guy got suspended for journalistic integrity by reporting an actual fact that people didn't like because it put Tom Brady in a negative light. That's not integrity. This if is... you're sitting there and protecting somebody because you like him or you think he's good or whatever, that is a lack of integrity. So you're protecting him by writing quarterback instead of writing an intentionally negative comment, which is exactly you're what happened? You're protecting him when you fire somebody so because a local... you like that they put an actual factual negative comment up. It's, it's just factual. for the fact of what position he plays. That has nothing to do with the what in terms of what is reported. What has been reported... On the on that graphic, his job is simple. Tom Brady, New England Patriots quarterback. Cheater, known cheater, what have you, to have that kind of tongue in cheek joke. What it's it's the news, straight news. There's no but, if you uh, want to do if it was an investigative piece, fine, do yeah, that. But it's not it's it an objective like the, piece yeah, and it, he made it subjective. Like, I can exactly. see if it was a year after it happened. You know what I mean? But it, it's been years since then. You know what I mean? So why are you, you bringing up across- why, why why are you gonna bring up old shit? It's a yeah, low that- blow, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I think objectively, like he technically is a cheater. Like I don't. I, I doesn't. It doesn't need to, to be me. brought up. It doesn't up. change yeah. to me yeah. anything that he's done. Like I'm totally with you on that. I just think it's funny. Uh, it's just to me. Like, I, like it is it, true. It was. Oh gosh, we've offended poor Tom Brady. We don't want to offend him because no. he's Tom Brady. Let it, us make sure. That we protect his poor little ego. Who's protecting him? This is a this is a local news station that gets three hundred viewers in Pittsburgh. That's not why it happened. This is a nine dollar an hour job, guys. He doesn't make shit. They were like, oh, he went against the boss. The boss didn't like it, so he fired him. It's the, if he would have typed anything, if he would have typed butt, it's the no, exact so same thing. Because he's not, Jamie, because he's because he's not doing his job. He's not doing his job, and that's all that actually mattered. What the he press, didn't do his job. That's what the press release said. That's why they fired him. Okay, I didn't say that. That's what the press release said. And if that's, and what, that's they, what I'm saying is the pe- press release is BS and calls into question journalistic integrity because he wasn't fired for lacking journalistic integrity. He was because he was that's nothing fired. to do with the, the story, Jamie. It's nothing to do with the story. It's just a simple graphic. And, and, but, but here's the thing, though. Why now, though? Like, why, why, do, you, why do you put that story out now? You just want to go. I said, what he, I said on the day he won the game. <clears throat> he cheated Everybody four years ago. How amazing he is and what, how he's the GOAT. But they forget that there are little things that happened along the way that can call into question whether or not he actually is as good as he says. So he can, is. I, can I? The so, key word being little, like, but, like almost to the point of insignificant. Okay, so there was game, and I'm a Colts fan. Like they, they could have used a baseball, and it wouldn't have made a difference. Like. Yeah. And, but, but here's the thing, though. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I and I don't game. even look at it as cheating since the entire history of the NFL did it every single year. They just changed what the rule. The new rule that year. It was, but it's not like it's Wait, new. Right, so it's Jordan, like it's new. It's not like it's he new. to ignore. Yeah, so the greatest, the greatest players of all time change the rules because they're better than everybody and else. And Aaron Rodgers did the same thing, and no one comes to the question what Aaron Rodgers did in the same year. 
I have no. I, agree, I, I don't Rogers. like Aaron Rodgers either. I think he's an egotistical. But it's not about you too. liking. Who cares if you like them? What I'm saying is, if you're going to sit there and talk about a game and talk about integrity and talk about how great somebody is, somebody's great when they don't have to break the rules to win. If he's that good, then he didn't need the balls deflated. He deflated the balls because that's how he likes to play. Uh, he chose to break the uh, rule. Oh. He gets. He will always carry the stigma of the fact that he chose to break the rules and won. You can uh, take and you can that pretend that it doesn't that matter all you want. Maybe you don't care if people cheat to win, but that is always going to be in the record book next to I his mean, name. Take, take and away, you can't take that away. Take away that Super Bowl win and still look at everything. Like, you could literally just, okay, fine. Just vacate that whole count. season. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he's like, still he's the greatest. Still, okay, yeah. and, and then the, the year that they were stealing – Play oh, and Tom right Brady. Tom Brady was at the head of those meetings. He called the meetings. He's like, guys, oh, look, I'm the greatest of all time. I'm the quarterback. So he's on the team. No, Jamie, let me talk for once. Give me a break. Look, he didn't had nothing to do with that. He didn't. You are cherry picking because you personally do not like Tom Brady. You do not like Tom Brady. Just like you said, you don't like Aaron Rodgers. That's what you just said. Right now, it's the same thing. If you're working for a company that you know is stealing money from people and you continue to work for that company, then you are condoning what they have done in the past. Well, yep. I work for Frito-Lay and they cheat money with these cheap-ass bags. Yeah, I work, I, I work for Starbucks <laughs> and they throw away, like, that doesn't may mean anything. It does. Your personal integrity is called into question when you choose to support people who do things that do not contain integrity. You're a moral Mike for working at Starbucks. Well, I just, but yeah, I, I think I he will out. always, always, always have that asterisk. All right, yeah. Just like he, de- he deflated some balls. He, uh, the, just the like trainer Joyce will never, like, ever, ever all right. referee a game without it being called. Uh, talk, Jim Joyce is a referee. Tom Brady is a quarterback who has won and made a lot of money, okay, and so he, they are completely unrelated. There, that is literally has nothing to do with each other. No, you are not listening to us. You have your own thought about what we're saying, and you won't listen to what we're saying. No, because you guys are not he, listening he, to what I'm th- saying. This person put all- an irrelevant piece out there that has nothing to do with anything. That's so, all. So, that's so, the original point. So, so, oh yeah, okay, yes, he defl- he had his trainer deflate some balls five years ago. What about the past three, back to back to back? Going to the Super Bowl. What do you have to say about that? Nothing. So why did you put this? I do. In, no, I, I, so, my uh, thought on that uh, is that I can't trust that he wasn't cheating and it just didn't okay, get bound Okay, out so like I was saying. He cheated in the past. So, so like I said, so why did you put this irrelevant-ass article out about something this man did five years? He's a cheater because he did something five years ago. So that, you never cheated on anything? You cheated on your eighth-grade paper. Does that mean you're a cheater today? No, it does not. Leave it alone. But guys, guys. Personal integrity, man. It's, it's, my whole point was simply... I don't know where this got into this. We're, we're cutting each other off constantly, being rude. I think it's simply this. It's a graphic that didn't need to be there because, quite frankly, what it, it, was, a, it was him at the Super Bowl, and it had, nothing to, it had nothing to do with what happened in the past. It's as simple as that. That's why it's, according to the press release, again, not my words, about journalistic integrity because he was supposed to put the fact. Tom Brady, New England Patriots quarterback, and that is it. That is the only reason. I don't necessarily, again, whatever your personal opinion is of Tom Brady, whether you think he's the greatest or a cheater or whatever because it's weird he kisses his kids a certain way, doesn't matter. Okay? The point is the guy had one job to do, and that is – and he didn't do it. That's simple. In Pittsburgh. He didn't do it in Boston. He didn't do it in a national area. He did it in Pittsburgh. Even Steeler fans were kind of like, okay, that's a little random. But, like, again, it's – 
that's that that's the premise of it. Rayvon, I'm glad you brought it up, and I didn't. Well, I kind of knew maybe perhaps it's Sir Beehive a little bit, but not this much. If, if, and if he meant anything to his company, he wouldn't have got fired. But he's some, a minuscule problem that they didn't need to deal with. All right, you you had one job. You didn't do that one job, so you go home. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And that's get, get your box, fill it, and go. Yeah. So, all right. Don't cheat out the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's, a, it's an interesting debate, but it's like I said, people have – when it comes to athletes, when it comes to certain teams, people sort of feel a certain way. And I think it's one of the most, in terms of, like, psychologically speaking, one of the most fascinating things out there. In terms of, like, you know, you get addicted to the drugs, you get addicted to sports. One of those things that sometimes when you have a, like, when you just have a thought, it's, it's there and it just, it is what it is. So, all right. So the Lions have a new quarterback coach and they're looking for a running back coach right now. There's some things going on with the Lions as they're trying to kind of move forward a little bit with, just kind of progressing themselves as a team. And Jim Bob Cooter's gone. They have a new offensive corner. We talked about that a little bit last week in Seattle. So, Jamie, what can you tell us about this new quarterback coach? Well, he came from the Texans. He's been with them since the 2016. Um, He's really a little more of a run-heavy coach. Mm -hmm. So that'll be interesting to see because, obviously, we're trying to build the run game up a bit. And um, he had, he was with the Giants before that, and he's he was last time he was a quarterbacks coach. Wait, let me. I, I want to say you talking about uh, you talk about um, Ryan, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, where am I? Lost track. Yeah. So yeah, he was with the Texans for the last two years, and the Giants, and then he's also been um, with a bunch of colleges: Siena, Albany, Columbia. And, of course, Harvard, which we all know is a bastion of football. Yeah, they are in the, Har- in the, in the Ivy League, absolutely. Yep. yep. So it'll be interesting. Um, I think the reports are that Matt Stafford isn't too happy, but at this point I don't really care how happy he is with his coach because he didn't do well enough last year to warrant being able to be happy with his coach. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a contingency with among Lions fans that is it really the coach or really is it him? And so either way, quarterback coach. In terms of grand scheme of things affecting the position, they're just there really just a – what does exactly quarterback coach entail, the job of a quarterback coach? Just make sure his reps are – he's doing his reps? or Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what a QB coach does. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought we got an a <laughs> offensive coordinator to fit him. Right. You know what I mean? So now – so does the offensive coordinator give the rules to the quarterback coach and the quarterback coach tell him what to do? It's like I understand there's yeah. wide receiver coaches and then this is the person who – does the drills with him and, or watches the tape with him. Maybe they watch the tape together. You know what I mean? So it's like, <clears throat> it's I really don't know. Form and, and his footwork and things of that nature. But I, 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 mean, I, I personally don't know better, who yeah. this person is. So I never haven't heard much from him. But all I can say, hopefully, hopefully it helps. I mean, I can't get worse. Well, yeah. maybe, no, it can. Maybe it can. I hope it does. You're a Lions fan. <laughs> you know it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean... Hopefully he does well. You yeah, know what I mean? think his third coach in like four seasons, so I get the feeling that quarterback coach is not that important of a role anyway. Well, I disagree because if you look at this past year, he was pretty bad, and he wasn't yeah. pretty bad the years before that. But you never know what type of talent can come from like a, like a random coach because yeah. because um, uh, Josh Bettis, the offensive coordinator from Michigan, was a wide receivers coach. 
you know what I mean, at Western, you know what I mean? So who knows that he might be a genius who, did, who just hasn't gotten his chance yet. You know what I mean? Right. So, well, and you, when you have new coaches come in, so you have a new offensive coordinator, you kind of expect that things are going to get twisted up a little bit because you got to have the same <clears throat> philosophy throughout the coaching staff, basically. You want everybody to be on the same page. So if your quarterback coach says that everything should be this way and your offensive coordinator is going, no, this is the kind of game I want to run, that's not going to work. So you have to make sure everybody can align. And if they're not going to fall into line, if they're going to have diametrically opposed visions, that's not going to work out at all. And I think that's part of the problem with when we kept Jim Bob Cooter last year is that the, his vision and Patricia's vision, they just weren't meshing well. Um, and I think that, that that was probably part of the issue. I think, I think that Jim Bob Cooter's vision – uh, was also known on the defensive side. Uh, they knew right, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's be honest. His vision was like three plays for yeah. sure. The dump, uh, five yard dump, one of them passed over the middle, and maybe the first the down. Ball. We're going to go up the middle. Yep, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. First and fifteen, run it through the out to front, out to front. Third and fifteen, run it through the middle. Same thing, everyone over and over again. So yeah. All right, let's move on to. Better, bigger, and better things. It's the big game. Wait, do we? Wait, Patrick, you're still, you're still in radio, and Rayvon. I'm gonna ask you guys both. Can we say the? Can we say? Um, hold on a second. I think I'm not sure if we can say this. Uh, you say can't this word. say the word. I don't uh, think. No, no. So right now, uh, I'm trying to think of like a way to put this. So there's a game of epic proportion. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Um, <laughs> You can't, I have no idea what you're you talking about. You can't say about. big game? You can't say big game? Can I say that thing that's going on tomorrow at 618? Why wouldn't you? Would I get sued? Be- yeah, because the NFL highly regulates it. You can't even post signing in stores with the word on it unless well, you get no, I, so wait, licensing. I, so, say it, wait, because so wait, if wait. we get fined, then we get more publicity. So, so we can't yeah. say the word Super Bowl? Uh, so, uh, so honestly, we can't say... We can't say... <laughs> no? <laughs> I love how he's censoring like the couple words before it. <laughs> no, I mean, Pabcheck, can you can you say the word? You what? mean Super Bowl? Damn it! <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> you dick! You were looking right at the screen. All right. Damn it! You were the bit. Damn it! I'm only uh, going to say it if I'm not referring to the game. I'm going to like kind of do some wordplay and like I'm eating cereal. I'm eating cereal out of a Super Bowl. Yeah. Kinda, there you go. Look. Honestly, Mike's got a good point, though. If if somebody from the NFL is listening and decides to find us, then hell, hell yeah. we're going to get thousands of new listeners, man. For sure. And then we can start a GoFundMe to pay our fine and even more publicity. And I work at Frito Lay. I've been setting up Super Bowl displays all week, so you, I can are say. You, are you, are you, are you, are you, the signing say Super Bowl? Are you over? Are you over it? Uh, who me? Yeah. Eh. Oh, Wait, does the, yeah, does the science science says it right? Because Free Lay is a sponsor, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. If they're okay, sponsored, so there's what, yeah. So you you worked, have a, a sponsored uh, a working member in here, so we're good. <laughs> when I worked at Target, we had one year where we got the licensing to put the signing up, and the signing couldn't go up until Friday, and it had to come down before we opened on Monday. And we put we like that's how strict the licensing rule was. Man, what a bunch of horse. <laughs> There you go. I'm, all right, the bit's Somebody over. take the censor button away from Roger. He's just going to be <laughs> randomly censoring things. I'm going to start random things. Okay, so... Um, what Anytime I talk about the Pistons, it'll be a long... Dis- oh, yeah, just, just, <laughs> <laughs> followed by Pabchik's fist right through your face like, you will not bait me no more! <laughs> 
Stop bashing the mistakes of this GM who hasn't done anything. Make fun of Stan Van Gundy. You chump. Piss him suck. Yes, they do. <laughs> no one's. I don't think I've disputed that one time this year, yeah. Mike. That's a record. That's a record for Pab Check. There you go. So, um, all right, let's move on to. Okay, so what are you guys doing? What are you guys looking forward to? The parties, the commercials. By the way, there's always that one person. Oh, I'm just here for the commercials. There's always that one person. It's Parsons. So. And, and, yeah. and it's so stupid because they have a commercial special. After the Super Bowl, they play all the commercials and all the cool ones that they talk about it. So if you're just there for that, stay your ass at home and record that there thing. For the food, come on now, you know exactly. You know what I mean, like it's not like the it's not like the old days where if you watch the commercial, you'll never see it again or something. No, they have a commercial special. So if you're there for that, you're, you're done. Yeah. The commercials are better, but they're still commercials. Like, do you really care about watching a commercial that much? Well, because there's mildly entertaining. Well, commercials, you, that... they used to be a bigger deal. Yeah. But we have the internet now. So. And a lot of commercials are leaked. You know what I mean? And leaked. Yeah, yeah, leaked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and the the price raise on your Frito-Lay potato chips were, were raised so they can pay for the uh, these commercials. Man, bro has got some shade thrown at uh, Frito-Lay today. Oh, yeah, man. I worked too many hours yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> if, He's bitter today. If I had an easy day, I probably wouldn't even have said nothing. But but you had to fill all, the, all those displays, man. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Hey! 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 I definitely used to be that guy that was there for the commercials because I used to have to do assignments for high school where we'd have to like do a survey and rank all the commercials throughout. So I would go to the party and literally just watch the commercial and not interact with anyone. I'm like. Please don't talk to me. I have to. I have Focus. to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> so the thirty-second spot versus the sixty-second spot. Yeah. The, dip, the subtle differences between the script and even the production value too. Because Budweiser now tries to make a message every time now. It seems like. Uh, with, yeah. Which you know, I just like the random ones. Like the what was it type? What was it the uh, the guy from uh, Stranger Things last year, where he was in every spot. He goes, "This is not a. This is not tied out, Ned." This is a tight end. This is not a tight end. Like, oh. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't that I don't wanna cool. I don't wanna learn some hidden message or like I learned something or it's, oh it, that was deep. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> Just make me make make me laugh. You know, that's, that's why I like yeah. Bud, Budweiser <laughs> always me. has has this life lesson commercial where Bud Light's making fun <laughs> of stuff. You know what I mean? Like who's doing it? You know what I miss? The Bud Light, Bud Light, the Bud the Bud Bowl. The when the bottles would play each other in the football game. You ever, do you guys remember that at all? No, I watched the dog yes, ball, I though. Do. All, right, all right. So Jamie remembers that. Uh, good. You guys you guys remember the bowl at all? No, you guys are all under 30. Screw you guys. Babies. What about the what about the uh, the uh, the dog bowl? Dog bowl rules. I can watch dog you mean bowl. the puppy bowl? Puppy bowl, yeah. You know? So do you guys have any Super Bowl traditions? Anybody? Uh, apparently. I don't remember doing it the past two years, <laughs> but apparently I've had people over the Wait, past two years. Wait, not the Wii for What? <laughs> I've had people. Oh, somebody pulled somebody pulled that trick on you, Mike. Oh, you're the one that always has a Super Bowl party. We're coming to your house. Yeah, well, I know. Like once they told me about last year, I was like, "Hey, I'm thinking about having a couple people over." They're like, "Oh yeah, you mean like last year and the year before?" And I'm like, "What? What? Y- yeah, yeah, like that." But so apparently, my, Mike's Super Bowl tradition is to get so drunk he doesn't remember. Apparently, it. yeah. 
The yeah. only time I really care to remember is if the Lions are in it. Well, actually, well, probably we'll, not. We'll get to the picks in a second. That I would play. be memorable. i got to ask you if you're conflicted about this game. Well, we'll get to it in a second. But, Rayvon, do you have any Super Bowl traditions? Not really. Not anymore. I mean, I'm just going to sit around on the couch. Whoever invites me, I'll go to wherever the party is. Okay. I have a better question. Are you going to order Pizza Hut on that day? No, and I'll tell you why. Because I have a Super Bowl tradition we've been doing since uh, probably my early 20s. Um, my two friends from high school, one, well, one friend – been since the first grade so it's 30 years and the other one gone 20 plus years and another friend of mine and i you guys are more than welcome to come over i'm gonna cook uh empanadas i'm gonna make uh some cuban uh, some, some tacos Carmel empanadas no hell no man some real car- uh, empanadas stuff with meat man that's the way you gotta go um roger is not taco boat <laughs> <laughs> so i'm making empanadas i'm making some food and we've been doing this for a while. Um, when my buddy was going to medical school in Ann Arbor, I actually cooked because the guy was doing like seven, you know, residency. So I would cook, and I've been doing it every year. So if you guys are more welcome to come over. I live, you know, you guys know where I live. I'm not gonna tell you guys around here, obviously where I live, but um, <laughs> that's what I that's what I do. And, and we just sit and and for those for the, the other three guys involved in it, it's a chance to get away from their kids because my house is not kid friendly for reasons that are, I had a teenager, so technically it's not toddler friendly. But either way. That's their escape, and that's what I provide. So we decided to switch it this year to my house because my, my house is not kids-friendly, and they can actually – well, they're on their kids. are kind of tense, and, and you know, the daughters are screaming and stuff like that. So just kind of give them a break. Dude, okay. So I heard, I heard this question. Um, I don't remember. But do you have a problem with people who don't socialize at Super Bowl parties? Yes. Why even bother? Because yeah, – right. Why go to the parties? Just stay yeah. home and watch it. Austin, I mean, you're a social butterfly, so, I mean, was that, does that bother you? Um, Closer. Closer I, to Mike. I, I guess, like, I don't yeah, like, like you guys said, I don't know why you'd go to the party if you're, not, if you're just going to sit there. I mean. And be quiet. <laughs> if you don't show any excitement for the game, it's, it's just kind of like you're, you're that, that person just in the background just kind of sucking the fun out of it. Well, not sucking the fun out of it, but. but if you're not adding to the fun, you're, you're sucking the fun. You're not adding to it, exactly. But, okay, exactly. that kind of goes with, I, I, I uh, just a stereotype that just because you're at a party, you have to socialize. I'm not saying that, but the, the point of the game is to, like, I mean, to have a party is to watch the game with multiple people. Yes, that person's probably going to high-five, but that person's probably not going to be walking around socializing. That's at, the, that's at the same thing as thinking that just because a female is there, she has to be with the females watching it, and she can't. She she has to be talking with the females rather than watching the game herself. No, we're not you, saying that. We're yeah. just saying you don't know. don't show up to a party being an introvert. So you don't have show up to a party and then yell what? at people who talk. Yes. If you're going to be at this party, you better talk to everyone. You better. <laughs> don't you dare everyone. sit on the couch and watch this you game. Don't have to talk we're to not everyone. here. We're not here to watch a football game, damn it. We're here to socialize and frankly, I'm offended you think other. No, that's ridiculous. If you want to watch the game, you watch the game. If you want to talk, you talk. Just like every other party in existence, you do what you want because you're there. To, to be at a party. Don't you don't, inv- you don't, don't need to be there to socialize. Don't, don't invite, okay, I mean, I'm just saying don't be on your phone the whole time. No, we're just talking about there, there's some people who just want to watch the game. And you're saying just like chill out. Maybe a person's drunk because just doesn't want to talk. You, know I mean? Ooh, but yeah. you don't have to. I don't feel like you have to socialize if you're at a Super Bowl party. I Okay, I should mention that the people that are going to be at my house tomorrow, I'm the only person that has watched a single game of NFL this year. Everyone else... They're just, just there to be so there. Are, they're are, there because it's because yeah, we're friends and are, are I'm party doing social. They're coming to socialize. They're social events. Well, we're nerds, so we don't really socialize that much. You guys probably do. You guys are probably socializing about 
you know, so about social whatever, whatever you guys nerd out about. No, we're the awkward nerds, you know. Uh, here's the, the question, Mike. <laughs> the worst. Is it going to be where you're socializing with each other through your phones while you're in the same room? Well, Ooh. no, not like that. Okay. I don't, I'm not a normie. What? I'm just... I'm making a lot of social commentary that's obviously not hitting. So I'm just going to stop talking now. I know what you're getting at. So you're, a normie would be somebody who's on their phone all the time. I think that that's what a normal person does that yeah. sits in their phone. They have it on their hand 100% of the time. No, I don't but, do that. I can't say that just because of what we do. I'm on my phone all the time. Yeah. And it's not because like, – and I'm never talking to anybody. You know what I mean? Like I scroll through Twitter I, aimlessly I, I, I all catch, the time. Yeah. I catch flack all the time. I get off your phone, like, but I'm not talking to anybody. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm just doing research. Yeah, I, yeah. My brother and I, my brother and I got a, into it a couple I, I, years I, ago. Yeah, I, yeah, and all because my one of my jobs has been to be a social media monitor, and all I was doing literally is scrolling and making sure that I'm on top of my game because you weren't socializing. Yeah, and meanwhile, <laughs> here, meanwhile, here's my here's my younger brother I'm doing the same exact thing, looking at you know whatever he's looking at on Instagram. So, anyways, let's talk about as long as people have a good time. Yeah, let's talk about one thing and don't and don't disrupt other people's good time. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. And drink a lot of beer. Yeah. I'm gonna probably. I, well, I'll probably yeah, actually. You know what? I don't have to work on Monday, so yeah, I could probably drink quite a bit. So here we go. Wait. <laughs> We send the S word. Sorry about See, the audio there, now, but um, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, this just should have been probably like a ramble topic, and I'm glad you sh- uh, shared that Family Guy clip. But recently, they announced that Family Guy is no longer going to be making gay jokes because it's not uh, politically correct anymore. That's gay. <laughs> All right, guys, come on. Come on. But I, I, I I, the thought that Family Guy is doing something because it's not politically correct is like the whole purpose of Family Guy is that it's not politically they're not, correct. They're not doing it because it's not politically correct. That's no. pro's term. They, they never use that. It's oh. because gay jokes are bullshit. Yeah. It's making fun of somebody for sexuality, and we're over it. We're yeah. done. Whereas oh, a society. Yeah. Isn't that politically correct, though? No, it's, it's, not, no, it's, it's about. Being uh, a fucking decent human being. Yeah, that's all that. That's you don't. You. So you, we can talk about color, but we can't talk about sex. Guys, I, yes, just, that's I, what I'm saying, Mike. No, you know, I'm okay with racist jokes, <laughs> but you can't make fun of my sexuality. That's what I said. Yeah, but, but that's that's what they're putting it as. So, I mean, so it's like they like, they don't they're, they're, they're not they're making all the, they're, they're talking about jokes. That, that, all jokes. It you can't like that, like that. You can't get mad at them for other things that they do if they're trying to make them s- to make it better. You can't get mad at other jokes. Oh, well, they still do this. Right, you can't do that. Like you got to give them let's credit for trying to not be scumbags. It doesn't matter how little the I step is. I wish I would have never played that because I didn't think we'd be going down this down this road at the moment. But, um, but yeah, we'll have to save that for a, another day. Because um, I feel like we can go deep on that. We could, but not today. Maybe not. Family Guy sucks anyway, so what? who cares? I like Family Guy. Um, not you're I wrong. I haven't liked Family Guy since like 2005. Yeah, you're really probably like in right, eighth grade. I yeah. Same. Actually, yeah, 2005, eighth grade. What a shot! Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, it's time for we're gonna do our Super Bowl pick. But before we do, you know, like it's one thing I wanted to play this too because just is a. Uh, Taunt for anybody who's not rooting for the Patriots, essentially. And also, Ravon found this, and it's gold. Early in the week, Brady walked into the facility and said, and I quote, I am the baddest mother on the planet. Back to you, Rich. Now, 
I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that says bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. That's Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> I want that wallet. That's my bad motherfucker. Open it up. Take out the money. All I right. So, that wallet. do you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, me too. Nice. Um, I I need to get that wallet. But I bring that I bring that up because the one thing about the Super Bowl that the one thing I am tired of is the Patriots putting this underdog narrative out there. Stop. Okay, stop. Thank you. All right, literally, yeah. the entire season, you've been predicted to get back here. So shut the hell up with that. That's dumb. I love those t-shirts they're selling. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's just another Boston thing to do. It's just, Bet you against know, us. Yeah. And you can get the wallet uh, for 10 bucks on eBay. Nine ninety six. I don't, I don't oh, know about you. shipping. All right, I love the... But, into it. but we're, we're, we're knocking them for something that technically they didn't start. Now, an underdog is a person who is not winning the spread, right? Okay, so the Kansas City, they, they weren't supposed to look at the spread. They weren't supposed to win that game. So, technically, they were the underdog. It's not like people would say, well, Tom Brady's old, so he, they're going to be the underdog. No, they're looking at the points and saying that they're the underdog. But Simple the, as that, though. The Patriots are two-and-a-half-point favorite going but, into the Super Bowl. But here, here's the thing. It's like, yes, you look at the the Patriots are never an underdog because they were there last year and the year before that, Deflategate or not. You know what I mean? But they can still be an underdog if they're not winning the point spread. Technically, that's what the underdog is. So, like, I'm not mad at them people saying they're the underdog or were the underdog because that's when they were talking about it with Kansas City. I just feel like there were questions all throughout the season about can they get back to the Super Bowl. So that's why they feel like they're underdogs. They felt like they were written off. It's the same thing with to say, like, the Warriors. Like, we know we can get there. We don't need to go 110% every game. Look at the division that they're in. You think the Buffalo was going anywhere? You think Miami was going the anywhere? Jets. You think the Jets were going anywhere? No, so that means we're, we got a guaranteed playoff spot. Let's just see what we can do when we get there. You know what I mean? So, right, because you got to keep people healthy and you got to and, and, make sure everybody's got legs under them when they get there. And, like, like you know what I mean? When most players older in age, you know what I mean? Like now they skip a few practices and they're not, they're not getting more reps in, you know what I mean? So they knew what they needed to do and you can you could never count them out whatsoever. You know what I mean? But I'm not mad at them for being called the underdog when technically they were points point wise. So but yeah, technical about it, sure. I mean <laughs> Yeah. No, but I, I think I think that the narrative that Tom Brady's pushing out there a little bit is a little little much. Rayvon, what about you? I mean you I feel like Gronk is pushing that narrative the hardest of all the Patriots players. Which in the NBA, LeBron pushes that underdog narrative too for some reason. Yeah, which doesn't. Make it's a good mentality to have going into the game. Like I understand why they want to do it as players, but like obviously they're not the underdog. I don't think anyone would want to bet money on the Rams. But they're too dominant to be underdogs. And yeah. when you get to the top, say whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like I eat crab legs eight times a day. What's all right, it doesn't really matter. Like, when you get to the top, you can talk all the trash that you want. Just like him saying he's the baddest mother effer. Bruh, when you get there, you can say what you want. You know what I mean? The, 
the, the punter can talk shit today <laughs> if he wants to because guess where he he's at? He can say he's the baddest punter. You know what I mean? Because he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're allowed to talk all the trash, say whatever they want to because they're there. Now, if they lose, it's different. You can't talk trash anymore. But when you're there, you can say what you want. I'm not mad at any one, any one of them saying anything. But, yeah, either way. But, uh, so, they got the game coming up. Big game, of course. You know, blah, blah, blah. Cliche, cliche. But, so, I'm going to start with Pavcheck on the picks because they're evolving one Los Angeles Rams, which used to be in well, the... Yeah, home. but you got to realize my family is from Missouri, so they were there before the Rams got there, too. So my family doesn't really have any affinity to the Rams. So, so were they a Cardinals fan? Huh? Were they a Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals? Way back in the day, yeah. So they're part of the Jim Hart? Connect? Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, see, yeah. But, I mean, that has no bearing on okay, it. Okay, I was just kind of curious. Because yeah. as you rock your St. Louis, St. Louis oh, yeah. blue shirt. Yeah, you're right, I am. So um, that's what I was asking, God. if there's any affinity with the Rams whatsoever. No, no? not really. Okay. I right. mean... The only thing I can think of is when I was six, my favorite player was Marshall Falk. Well, that's the truth. That's that's my one memory of the Rams, like as a kid. Other than that, I, they, I don't really remember them. Okay, but I'm the Rams aren't ready yet. I think they're like you're looking at you're looking at one team on the way up and one team. Not saying they're on the way down because I can't say that, but they they've plateaued, right? They're, they on the crest of their wave. Basically. Yeah, so. I'm picking the Patriots, but that's only because I think that we're going to see the Rams getting to this point a lot more in a couple of years. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Austin. I feel like the Rams have a better squad, but I just feel like a fool picking against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And I hate to say that, but so I'm going to have to go with the Patriots. Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, we'll see. All right. Yeah, I do want to just clarify. It doesn't mean I'm rooting for the Patriots. That's just who I think is going to win. I, I just want to make that clarification. Okay. All right. And as a Madden NFL fan, I'm going to have to go for the Rams just because this is like like what they did is almost like some Madden type stuff. All right, we're going to just trade picks for some dominant players. We're going to bet on this year. They got they got Sue, which which you, you didn't really think they needed. Sue when they had uh, Donald, you know what I mean? So they've gotten some bad mofos from other teams and put on their team. They basically went all in for this year. I, I know they're still going good for the future, but all the moves that they've been making over the past like year or two is for this year. So, I, I mean, I like Sue, you know what I mean? I, I like Peters. There's a, lot, there's a lot of people who, who I like on the Rams to leave, I want I want them guys to win a championship. It's not like last year where I could care less about Philly. I didn't want them to win. You know what I mean? The last four teams this year, I wasn't going to be mad who won either way. If Patriots win, I'm not going to be mad. You know what I mean? But I'm going to root for the Rams just because I like some of them guys a little bit better. Aaron Donald's going to sack Tom Brady, then Sue's going to step on his neck, and they're going <laughs> to put in the backup quarterback, yeah, see, that's and the, the Rams are going to win. <laughs> that's, like the, that's the prop bet I'm looking at. Over under two cheap shots by Sue. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I know Brady's talking about going to 45, but let him just get a blindside hit by one of them fat dudes. Who, you know what I mean? It's like, that'll that'll change everything. Like maybe 44. Because, you know, the only reason why he's talking about going till he's 45 is because he's like one of the least sacked quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, that's definitely not the only reason. <laughs> you know, he's what, 41 and he's playing in a Super Bowl. That's the reason. True, true. 
but, he he has suffered less injuries through it's his from all career the than the average <laughs> quarterback. But oh, I'm just saying, like it's easier to go till 41, 45 when you aren't battling a broken everything. Yeah, because that that does help you stay. Yet having a, a yeah. dominant O line and keeping him off You're the right. ground and him like. Knowing when a hit's coming, he just drops to the ground. Like, like anyways, you know what I mean? Those are smart moves. You know what I mean? So, like, I kind of Business feel like decision. there's a lot. There's a lot of quarterbacks that probably could have went further if they weren't destroyed their entire career. And that's one guy. who's like you almost might lose your job if you get Tom Brady sacked. Like you, you miss a block and he gets hit hard. You know you're about to get it. I got Nick Saban earful. <laughs> so I got the Patriots. Got the Patriots, okay. I think it'll be a blowout. I, I, you know what? I I actually, Rayvon, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that because I think that the Rams are not ready. They're not ready for prime time. No. I think the Rams are going to surprise people. They did surprise me against the Saints, but this is the Patriots. You give a week for Bell, Bill, Bill Belichick to prepare against, and that's what I think it is. Jamie, you got the last call on this. <sighs> it's so hard. Um, I, I I think the Patriots are going to pull out another Super Bowl win. I as much as it, you hate that, to admit it. I do. I hate to admit it. Um, but I also know that it's like, I think it was Ray that you feel foolish going against the Belichick and Brady combo. Like, I would love if the Rams won because I love Sue. I have from the beginning. Um, I really like the Rams overall. But I, I, you just can't ever bet against the Patriots. Ray, um, Ray, uh, Rob Parker, uh what do you got here? LeBron is not the greatest, first of all. I just wanted to throw that out there. But, um, you know, the Rams are going to go in poo-pooing the joint. You know, I, I got Tom Brady. You know, he's the GOAT. He's going to play to 45. Uh, it's no competition, okay? All right, Rob. Well, we appreciate that. I'll let you go back to your hot takes and uh, I'll let you fire up the grill and get those going for you. I'll anytime, Skip. Anytime. <laughs> All right, so that is the picks. I think that this is going to be an entertaining game for five minutes, and then it's going to get out of hand. And then I'm going to be too worried about drinking. Uh, you know, I don't ever drink. I don't. I'm not a big drinker, not because I'm purposing. Um, I just I, I drink a good gin and tonic. I drink a couple of lagers. I'm a, I, I, I'm really kind of a beer snob. G and T, G and T, can't go wrong with that. Go wrong with that, but. Uh, I think uh, it's the first time that, like, the, super, the the next day I don't have to do anything. So, outside of something I have to do at twelve thirty, but that's about it. And I think I'm gonna go a little off. So we got we have fifteen minutes. We've uh, the Tigers announced they hired Kirk Gibson as a special assistant to the GM, which is a little confusing considering he is going to be to some people because it's he's the broadcaster, and they think there's some sort of bias with that. But I. This is the way. This is the way MLB and a lot of organizations are going. They're not going to pick somebody. They're going to pick somebody who's team friendly. Kirk Gibson is going to be the the '84 hero that everyone remembers, and he's a he's a icon of the franchise, and he is. When he's he's really good at what he does, broadcasting. So some people thought there was a conflict of interest. Uh, do you guys think there's any conflict of interest with this at all? Um, no. I mean, what the Tigers are and how they are right now, like nothing. <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter anything that they do. You know what I mean? It's like, what's this, what's this skate pass these next two years and see where it might be longer going. than that, my friend. Uh, Ray Vaughn, what are you going to say? I agree. It doesn't matter. They're, they need to just worry about getting better. 
That's, no, they don't. Their, no, no, they they need to suck for one more year and then show some some progress. You know what I mean? But tank, you're saying they need to tank. You know, like because we, the, we the Phillies. they already said they're not going to spend any money for the next two years. So do what you need to. Just we, develop we, your younger we players. Have, we have a plan in place. I'm liking what we're doing thus far. Just just continue with it. And what about you, Patrick? What do you what do you got? Do you think it's a conflict of interest? Not at all. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I, it is what it is. It's just he's a lot of these special assistant jobs are really kind of helping with scouting or whatever is needed. So special assistant is just it can mean anything. Is right. the thing we don't know what that means. We just need some publicity, so we're going to put a name that everybody knows in the office. Well, but but he's already like everybody already knows he's with the organization anyway. So I don't necessarily agree with that either. It's just. It's another baseball mind to like come to a meeting every once a week, maybe you know. They were giving him money. He didn't have a title, so they gave him a title. So uh, I don't think it's that either. Because I mean, I think what Mike says is true. Because L. Line is on. He's a special assistant. He does really good work with them, kind of mentoring the players a little bit and giving them they need on that. And that's what I mean. Is like I don't think it defines his position. Like within, it, like it, they don't define it on purpose to kind of leave it open ended, so he can do whatever he wants too. You know, right. it's like. I, 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 there's like this comparison I'm trying to draw, but I, I can't really think of what I'm trying to say here. But basically, like, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you can edit this out, Roger. Uh, I, I really uh, screwed the pooch here. Way to let the air out. Yeah, uh, it's okay. Uh. Here's my thought on it, really. Okay. How is it any more of a conflict of interest than it was before? Like, he's always been a Tigers guy. If he's doing broadcasting for the Tigers after playing for the Tigers. Chances are he's going to be a little more biased towards the Tigers. So now he's also working in the organization. It doesn't change the fact that he's going to be biased towards the Tigers. He already was. And his commentary, what he gives during the game, isn't necessarily Tigers facts as much as it is just that in-depth vision of baseball and what the players on the field are thinking in certain moments. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, at the same time, I think there's just – it's just another move by the Tigers just to kind of have another voice in there. And I, I don't know why people were kind of making a big deal than what it was. So uh, we have a final few minutes left of the show. We're running really on time today, so I appreciate you guys doing that. It's been a well-oiled machine minus uh, me talking about my situation earlier today. But uh, And I did I admit like that was the uh, – throwing the headphones helped. That was a release. I felt, I felt better after I did it. It's like I kind of feel like some of those places that you, they're not here in Michigan – but those places where you can go and break stuff, there are here in Michigan. Are they? You, they normally are like at places like escape rooms. I'm trying to remember where this one ex- is. I love escape rooms. Um, it's a little expensive. It's like forty dollars, I think, a person to go into one of these rooms, and you get like a certain amount of time. But they just give you a baseball bat, a suit. I think you can bring your own stuff too if you want, but yeah, they just give you some time. You can go to the Salvation Army and spend twenty bucks and do more damage. Than oh, that. I've I have actually <laughs> when I've been like in a terrible mood, that one of my friends like suggested that. And that's what we did. He's like, I remember I was really mad about something in, like high school, and he's just like, let's go to the dollar store, and I'm like, what? And we just start buying all these break like giant packs of breakable things, <laughs> and he reaches into his trunk. We we get to a park, and he's got a baseball bat, and he's like, here. Just go break some shit. It'll make you feel better. And I'm like, what? He's like, dude, just just do it. You'll feel better. We ended up just breaking like all these plastic toys 
And you know, it was a park, so looking did, back, did you that hurt was a anything? Did you uh, was that limber up? Like was that rule number uh, four? And- <laughs> <laughs> I remember some plastic shrapnel going everywhere, so you know, I might have to deal with that when I'm old. But other than that, no, it's it's a blast, honestly. And what'd you guys do for a senior prank day? I mean. <laughs> Senior prank day didn't exist. Like, I didn't have any of this regular high school stuff. There's no senior prank day. I think somebody, like... I was a class clown, so every day there was some shit. <laughs> somebody lit a stink bomb, like, the last two days, and they almost didn't let him walk because it, like, we had to leave our school. We couldn't take finals because it was so bad. Wow. <laughs> He lit two of them in the bathroom right next to all the classrooms. Well, sure, it was funny, except it was one dude, and he didn't, like, there was no accomplices. He's just like, hey, check this out, and he just tosses two stink bombs in the bathroom. Yeah, see, I I was already walking on eggshells. I lit firecrackers on a school bus. (laughs) (laughs) So so I got suspended for for 40 days. 40 days? 40 days I got suspended. So I was kind of like, I'm not going to test the waters too much. You know what I mean? But I, I went to a private school, so it didn't really matter, and it, it, it didn't really matter. We didn't really have one, so that was irrelevant. But we just did, and prank wise, we just kind of, I mean, we, we did little stuff like uh, somebody used. Uh, I can't say that one, but um, <laughs> was, I'll, I'll tell you guys off there on that one. But there was there was just some let's just say some situations where things that it was almost somewhat sacrilegious, but. Uh, we the the one senior prank that I was a part of that I didn't even go to school for was my buddy went to a different school in the in the city I lived in, and their prank was to get the juniors to they were doing like under the car handle when you open up the car they're putting putting eggs and random things <laughs> so one one of the guy decided to put um the icy hot he put a whole bunch of it so he went to open the door. and the guy i mean at the time like he was like oh he, so he goes like this he puts it all over his hands. And then somehow the guy wipes it in his eyes, and the guy's eyes were burning, and the, the, everybody was laughing at this poor kid because he put icy hot in it. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, I shamefully admit it that I was part of that prank. <laughs> or uh, they, they put bologna slices on top. Somebody put bologna slices, and that was not cool because the guy ended up like tearing paint off the yeah. car because yeah, it did it was seventy five degrees out. So even with that Ooh. little bit, yeah. Riva, did you ever do a senior prank? My senior prank was so light, it's not even worth talking about. Uh, <laughs> we pretty much just vandalized the, the bathroom just a little bit. We just overf- overfilled the, the toilet with um, paper, and I put a chair in the toilet. Just That's to, kind of funny. Aren't you a rebel? Just to add emphasis. <laughs> but the irony was it was in my freshman year, so we just made it seem as if seniors did it. Oh, oh that's, that's a good that's, one. That's, that's good. A, that's good. That's that actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> Those damn seniors messed up the bathroom again. Freshman laughing. Oh, well, you know, well, well played there. Well played. I like that because. Uh, did you do anything, Jamie? I honestly don't remember if we had a senior prank. I know of an epic one from my school, but how what many how many people were in your senior class? Mine. No, one hundred and thirty, I think, graduated. Mine was, uh, by the way, fifty-eight. Yeah, we had about that size too. Okay. But you went to big one school, right? Oh, really? No. I thought you had, like, a big class, right? No, no it was, like, two, 300 at most. Oh, really? Yeah. I went to, I finished my senior year at alternative school, so 13 with me. <laughs> I went Stevenson, so... 300? 400? Yeah, a few hundred. I don't know. I don't even know. Something like that. Okay, yeah. well... Like, my whole county now goes to my school, so... That's how far up Jamie is up north, perhaps? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, uh... I unfortunately 
um, failed every literature class I ever had in high school. So my last year, like the last like half semester, I went to alternative school and took three art classes so I can graduate on time. Uh, yes, I did substitute literature for art. Nice. Well played. I, I would have <laughs> no, said I'm, I'm, terri- I'm terrible at terrible at art. Terrible. Like, I took pottery class, and I, I, I bombed on it. So I am not a big, you know, not, not a big person. So with that. I not an artiste. I'm not an artiste. I have no, I have no game for that stuff. So, but uh, you can tell we're ending the show because we're talking about what classes we took in high school. <laughs> uh, kind of wrapping up here on another edition of the SRD Road Show here on CRBRadio.com live, of course, and of course, RadioDetroit.com on demand. Write, write us a review, rate us, let me you know what you think. We appreciate all the feedback we get. We get some more reviews, so thank you again. Thank you for everybody sharing the show this morning. If we're good, you know, let other people know that we're good. If we suck, let us know so we can get better. We won't know unless you tell us. Exactly. So if you don't like Jamie and I screaming about Tom Brady, let us know. Uh, if you, whatever the case is, just let us know. We appreciate all the feedback and comments. Ben, ben will be back, I think, next week. He's recharging a little bit. Uh, he, yeah, he's covering, I think, four or five games today. So he's, uh, he's quite busy with his, um, for the MI. I am HL Showcase, which you can find us. We have a triple header today. We have Annabelle Gil Richard at starting at one thirty, Salem versus Grove Point South at five fifteen, and then we end up the nightcap. Ben and I will be on the call for that uh, at seven o'clock against Trent. So looking for a little bit of revenge. Uh, Stevens started off losing yesterday three nothing, so looking to bounce back. So we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go Patriots.